0: All coming, with Jared and RJ From Renoir to Coração
1: This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. I'm Jared Duncan.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: (laughs) On the ball. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This week, we're continuing on in the tradition of Jesus as we find ourselves on our pod cross dying for your sins. As we watch watched Spine 402, the Criterion Collection, Louis Benwell's The Milky Way from 1969. But first, RJ. Hot out there. Record-breaking. How hot is it? Near record-breaking, I hear.
2: How hot is it?
1: Well, supposedly it was supposed to get to 39 degrees, but I think we dodged that bullet. Remember bullets? You know about bullets? I don't remember bullets. Oh. Remember the, you know that movie Bullet? With an eye? Not... Not really. Okay. Could you elaborate? Steve McQueen. Really? It's a boomer kind of movie. You know about boomers? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, I've heard. Now, does that mean I know about them? Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. You know about that?
1: RJ, (laughs) being of the month. Do you know what that means? Burpee? Uh, female? Yeah, that's right, RJ. And, and how uh, many did we get this oh, week, Jerk? Well Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9 emails. And one of them <gasps> is from the same. One, uh, two of those from the same person. Oh, so, so technically so, so, eight. Yeah, but there, I, do count, I do count nine, which. Well, last, last count, I do believe that uh, means it's that's not
2: ten. Nine's not ten. Nine, nine and, and a half's nine. not ten.
1: Which is probably oh. for the best because. Um, we're starting late here. Um, mm-hmm. and, we're on uh, summer hours. We're on summer hours. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I understand the recording studio is doubling as a, as a cooling chamber for some, uh, some, for some slumber. So yeah. uh, we, we, you might have to um, give up the room uh, in a couple well, hours. So the sooner we get going, the better. Because, boy, oh, boy, yep. we, do we have thoughts to share? Deep, penetrating thoughts about ways that are milky isn't that Uh, right RJ I'm
2: I'm assuming you have hours to say I I was getting
1: I was getting all these dms from you with like stills and observations about this movie it's uh, it's the most the the most messages I've received from you uh, in forever
2: I I sent messages about this movie
1: (laughs) no you didn't send any
2: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't, I, don't I was
1: being facetious.
2: Oh, I see. I see. Uh, well, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, um, it's too bad we didn't get, we didn't hit 10, but, uh, I just, I was just going through my, my personal emails and, uh, I'd like to read this one for, for to you. Uh, mm-hmm. it's titled notice. And, uh, uh, the email is W D at first class lawyer, dot, dot, dot. Hello. My name is Daniel Walker. I am a lawyer by profession. A, mati- a, a meticulous ancestral investigation was recently carried out by an accredited investigator. The result of his finding, dot dot dot. I'm I'm gonna choose not to open this. But do you think I was? Uh, I I could. Uh, do you think I could benefit from this? Absolutely. You think you think this is my time finally? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. So, anyways, we don't have ten, so that's too bad. That's for all you nerds out there.
1: Marvelous. Yeah. Marvelous. Well, um, oh, yeah. No. Emails, RJ. Emails. Emails. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. So, uh, this was from a month ago. This this, this came right after our last uh
2: mailbag. Really? Yeah. And what did they have to say?
1: Uh, this This is from uh, listener Atrophia uh, from, from Letterboxd.
0: Uh,
2: who? Uh,
1: who writes, hello, men. To clear up the confusion about RJ and the link I sent you two weeks ago. So this is six weeks ago now. Uh, Do you think
2: they're the accredited lawyer? It could, maybe. could Maybe. maybe oh, Okay.
1: If you had scanned the whole article, that was on the front page of Letterboxd. You would see you were both called out. So RJ, I don't know. If, there's like that thing about uh, Wes Anderson in lists. Uh, your oh. I fucking love aliens list appeared on that list.
2: On, uh, on the main page? <laughs> yeah. What, did that, what does that have to do with Wes Anderson? Uh,
1: I don't know. That, may, that might be spoilers. Could be spoilers oh. for something that we haven't seen.
2: I see. I see. <laughs>
1: yeah, but apparently we were both called. out. I did not see that. I just kind of scrolled through. I'm like, I don't know. But I get it now. I get it. What are the odds that you and I, RJ, were both featured on the same article on Letterbox? <laughs> we didn't know it all.
2: On an okay, so wait, what is this article like? Is it those? Is it those main? It page was on the lists, front. Or... It was on the
1: front page. The life obsessive Wes Anderson Letterboxd lists, and you and I were both 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 showed up i think it's because our those two lists of okay. ours are like have a lot of likes a lot of a lot of traction
2: oh yeah oh yeah my alien list is, uh dad and my stephen king list are like i don't know two thousand likes the, or something the, like the, that
1: they're, they're f- phenomenal phenomenal traction oh yes
2: phenomenal. um but
1: then uh uh trophy I also wrote maybe the author jack Moulton is a long-time listener non-emailer in perhaps jack I, I jack if you're out there jack <laughs> Email in. I don't. I doubt I mean, it though. I think this is a purely the numbers game.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'm gonna reserve an opinion for now.
1: But uh, that's interesting. Keep up the good work, and hope you find some movies to be enthusiastic about. Because it's always fun when you like things. It is, isn't it? Wow. Well, You're my favorite Criterion podcasters, and the only worth listening to. <laughs> oh, well, that's
2: damn. That that not to not to like belittle Whatever. them, or not belittle, but not to like make short of what they're saying, but we're the only Criterion podcast. That's
1: that's true. So it's also, we're also the worst.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So by default, we are the best and the worst.
1: And the most mediocre. And the sexiest. And Um, the the most hideous too.
2: Well, that, yeah, surely.
1: I hope my spouse and I aren't annoying you too much with your, with our double logging on Letterboxd. Not at all. Not at all. It's, I'm just, I'm glad that the mystery was solved. I, mm-hmm. I, I was just like oh because they're, they're, they're like it's synchronized, it's like so my question is uh when 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 logging do you do it like a blind thing you do it simultaneously, because I do notice sometimes uh. uh someone on my feed will interrupt the, the pairing so they won't appear side by side and someone's in the middle I'm like oh look at this it's grotesque mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if the other person like I don't know waited a moment they were they're um, slow on that so i don't know tell us more tell us more next time in a month as a a matter of fact um concluding a female listener who got very startled and paranoid when you mentioned my real name on the podcast atrophia so
2: (laughs) that's their real name is atrophia it is now okay okay done interesting yeah i mean we're all pretty good for uh having a good time right that's right not alienating just, people in just, any way. Just,
1: just don't join the Discord. <laughs> because... What, what, Jared, what's well, Discord? Well, let me just say, I'll answer you with Oliver Granger's email from Uh-oh. three weeks ago uh, entitled, Tuck Shop News. Uh-oh. Hi there, Jizz Daddy. What is up with the Comic Shop News and their shitty little Spider-Man comics that are on them?
2: Um. Yeah, let us know. Sure. <laughs> well, Jesus dad.
1: Uh, um. Um. O spot. Um. I don't know. Com- the The comic shop is uh. Uh. Stifling. It's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's. It's really holding back the art form. Uh. It's all. It's all about speculating on first appearances for characters mm-hmm. that might show up in TV shows or movies. Um, hey, have they ever? Uh, they do. And then it it flops. Actually, I just so Spider Gwen was a bad thing that happened. Ultimately, so when the, the, that Spider Gwen character got introduced in Edge, it was the Edge of the Spider Verse number two or something like that. Um, that that mm-hmm. comic sells for like you know a few hundred bucks. And so mm-hmm. now that that happened, but it's like well, a lot of factors aligned. Uh, now we're we're, we're stuck with like people are like, well, you never know what the next one's gonna be. I'm like, well, like Spider Boy. Or what about S- Spider Punk? What,
2: what about Joker's uh, daughter?
1: Now nah, you see, Joker's daughter was like DC was trying this back in the day, and they they're like, <laughs> they went, "Yo, this is gonna be huge!" And they don't even probably remember they did that at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like long forgotten, Joker's daughter.
2: And uh, just like you, you've never like you as an establishment have never like cheated a person, right? Like cheated them out of a, a comic like Joker's uh, daughter like... every every day. Giving them like a fraction of what it was probably worth, or or anything yeah, like that.
1: Every, every day, it's what we live for.
2: Wow. We... Well, at least at least you're admitting it finally. <laughs> finally. Oh my um, god, he admits it. Yeah,
1: there's you know what the Amazing Spider-Man annual uh, for this year came out this week. If you're interested? Oh yeah. I, O.G. I can hook you up. Imagine uh, that.
2: Are you going to ship it to Australia? Well,
1: at at his expense, of course.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah. I no, see.
1: they're they're bad. They're they're hideous looking comic books. Some of them, especially those Spidermans. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Do I, I do I continue to-, to buy them? Yes. Yeah, I, have, I, I I have a no, I, have, I have a consecutive run of uh, amazing. that was back quite a ways now, so I was like, well, it's pure inertia now. I'm just like, well, oh. I work mm-hmm. there. They just keep accumulating. I'm like, what else am I going to do with that four bucks? Right. You you,
2: can... you could break it off. Yeah. I I broke off like most of mine, and look yeah. at me.
1: Hey, I look at how much people spend on uh, hot beverages from stores and stuff like that, and I go, "This isn't this is pretty affordable." And
2: I don't I don't buy any hot beverages from stores.
1: You don't. You never have a cold, cold you, ones. You never buy a coffee during this during the winter. You never buy a coffee. Mm, you know, almost, I usually make coffee at home. But but you 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 probably sometimes go, man, you really go for that uh, hot beverage. <laughs> when I say that, I, I was imagine it's in parentheses
2: hot beverage like that
3: Mm -hmm.
2: i mean i don't know
3: (laughs) you you don't know if you buy things
2: i i usually don't buy uh coffees
1: that's good sometimes i'll have one to go go for me what about hamburgers
2: oh frequently (laughs) okay hey you know what we never talked about you 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 remember that uh thing that happened at the mcdonald's here (laughs) beside us Oh, that police incident—the the, the dead body. I so other people might not know, but uh, where the, there's McDonald's. The, it's where the meat comes from. There was a McDonald's in town, and uh, a, a body was found <laughs> in this McDonald's. How did we forget to talk uh, about this? <laughs> I think it was uh, on the. I horrifying. think it was. The, I think it was the night that uh, we we got canceled due to traffic. Oh, you know, uh, you know what we to- you know what
1: we totally didn't talk about last week it was right. new releases for Criterion's last week.
2: Okay, well, okay, wait, hold on, we'll get to that. But my point was, um, this McDonald's that they found the body in the storage shed. I ate there like a week or two before, like a week before. Do you think the body was there at that time? Just, just one more
1: thing. I want to ask you about that.
2: Like well, I rolled, I rolled through, and like sometimes I get a couple, a couple just little cheese cheeseburgers, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was, I was there like a week before. Do you think that? Do you think it was there? Yeah. When I was there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) okay. Yeah. The, 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 The investigation continues too.
2: Well, there was. Didn't they say no suspected foul play? Is that what it is? I don't
1: know. Was there something about a fire, and then, like, apparently they missed the body? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, what Oops. I took from from that was something like someone broke into the shed and maybe OD'd? Died. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Or heat, because yeah. it
2: is near record heat over yeah. here, I've heard. I've I heard, heard. heard. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. What were you talking about?
1: Well, at one point, I, I kind of recapped... Uh, by going through Oliver Granger's email to address what oh, right. Discord was, and largely, let me tell you, Discord yeah. is one of the fastest-growing social media platforms in the world today. What does that mean? Even more than X.
2: More than X.
1: More than X. Which, let me tell I don't you, know, is let, that possible? let me tell you, I've just like stopped using X because <laughs> I'm like I, well, I know because when I like look at my thing, I'm like, what the fuck's that? Like, oh, it looks stupid. I don't even want to, I don't even use it. It's like
2: good job. Good job. It looks stupid, and you feel stupid using it. Also, it, it's, I know it's I almost like a few times. I've I don't know it. if it was
1: how intentional it was. Um, to, like, to be stupid. To, yeah. To to. He's like, is this an intentional kill blow for this? Because I don't so know. Like, I, is, I don't is know.
2: Changing it on purpose?
1: It feels like it. Why would you change why would you completely kill off your brand? Wash the brand. Or I guess like, like bring it back and be, make people happy and then you'd be like a cool guy. That seems like a an E M uh move.
2: I mean, I feel like it's too late at that point though, no?
1: Uh huh. <laughs> you yeah. think you would think. But I mean yeah, I,
2: I I've been on I've been on this train for a long time. I think it's absolute baloney. I haven't no, I, I stopped
1: have. clicking on it now. Officially, yeah. like I haven't, I don't know, I just don't think about He's such it. Such a loser because it's over. It's like the, the habit of clicking the blue bird, it's done. It's like, oh, done. now it says X. I'm like, well, that's not the same thing. <laughs> I imagine so do some time. I feel like engagement might be plummeting, uh, which will just speed up the fact that you know, advertisers aren't getting any sort of traffic uh, as much as they did. And they're gonna be like, oh, we really don't want to be on this crap anymore. And that'll be it.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I mean, threads isn't good, threads is kind of clunky, but like. I don't know. I'll open that up more often than I open up X now just out of uh spite. spikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That's the that's the entire reason threads exist. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe if everyone should just get off of these pieces of crap. Yeah. These these social <laughs> media platforms. Well, I know uh, in in uh Canada we've got uh mm-hmm. The news thing happening on Facebook, and they're like making it like the government's making us take it off. But it's like they don't mention because we don't want to pay to use the, to share this information, and that's that. I... And they're they're acting like the government's making it this way, and you're like, no, it's they're making it so you have to pay money. If you don't, you can't use it. And they're going, we're just not going to do it then. And I'm like, okay, like I mean, I that's mm-hmm. not what I use Facebook for at all. I mean, I still use other webs. I actually go to websites. Um I uh, maybe I have you, to dust off use, like, my Tumblr? Feedly. I don't tumble. Why not? I don't know. Hey, that's enough chitter-chatter. We got more emails to oh, read. Yeah. And you can emails. go, and if you want to see the real scoops, where the real news is, the uh, the big deal, over on Discord, Creepsville, join us on, Discord? Pa- join us on Patreon for a dollar. You can get the code. You can get the link. A- get access.
2: As low as a dollar. A buck. A buck will do. As low as. Buck. You can contribute more. Like I
1: said a buckle Doom. You can well, see sure all the understand. all the shitty Oppenheimer <laughs> memes. All the the hottest ones. Um it's kind of like a Barbie free zone. Not a lot of talk about Barbie. it's very telling. Well,
2: I, I don't think um I don't think a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast, like I'm sure some of them have seen Barbie, but I think we uh I don't know. Have you ever seen Elephant by Gus Van Sant? I, I feel like that's I feel like that's the crowd we appeal to more.
1: I think so. So the my I, I saw a pretty good description of it because the one thing that's weird about these two movies is you don't really read anybody talk about the movies. guess they no. they're I talking mean... about them, but not like like what happens in them or like how they're executed. So I saw one pop up talking about how Barbie. It's like, huh? It's actually a really interesting movie. And the problem, of course, is that the uh, the epic bacon crowd has found it, Ugh. and and they're the but it, it's like kind of like oh they found it now instead of later yeah and it's like well hey then this movie's like becoming really successful and it I guess it's like it's good that it is because actually mm-hmm. a good movie or interesting movie so I'm like that's more that's a better sales line to me than anything because last week I was telling him like fuck I don't want to watch this shit because of these morons online that don't, don't yep, stop talking I about know. it they ruin it for everybody. It's like Secret Invasion. Uh, being uh,
2: yeah, I've heard <laughs> lots about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the director said people something like, people have too high of expectations. Some things are going to suck. He <laughs> didn't say that part. I, I ad-libbed uh, that part. But you did. He it. did say people have too high of expectations. Yeah. And I'm ad-libbing that, yeah, some things are going to suck. So that, get over that's it. That's right. That's right.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw the great news, RJ, that we'll be getting onto Paramount Plus at some point.
2: Oh my god,
1: horseshit!
2: It's absolute horse shit. We're so close to being done. That fucking show. I could have been done right now. Actually, and, and if now, I, and, I wasn't and, doing my other endeavor. And, and
1: now it's going to cost you another ten bucks to keep going. Whatever. Yeah, well, Paramount, we're going to organize. Paramount's got. Yeah, we have to actually have a plan now and be like, okay, we're, we're, this we, is yeah. The we'll have
2: to organize for a one month trial, and you and me will have to rip. I, ass. I
1: think so. I already I already wasted my one month trial though. I, wanted, I I wanted to watch South Park. No, I'll pay for it. Oh, again, it's like that's like two Spider-Man comics.
2: Oh, you, you fool! You I'll, fool. And, and I'll
1: still buy the Spider-Man comics. Okay, um, well, I ha-
2: I will have a, f- a one month free trial. When there you I'm go. Already. and then you can watch okay. Beavis and Budhead. Um, it'll be great. Well, we'll see.
1: You want to hear? You want to hear from uh, this Dylan Fruh guy? Dylan. Dylan. With, with, with his first of two emails, we'll read the first one yeah. now. Uh, classic Jarrett Rex. Uh-oh. Howdy there, fellas. Long time, no see or speak. Unfortunately, due to the sheer craziness of the school year and various film and academic projects, I wasn't able to watch or listen much. Too busy doing lesson plans or at least pretending to. Anyhow. Lesson
2: plan for what? Life. Oh, Life is a lesson, yeah.
1: School of Hard Knocks, I assume he's teaching at. I understand. Anyhow, how has life been in the great north been staying safe from all the fires and disasters? I hope, yes. <laughs> so, we far, don't
2: get the fire where we live, we just get the smoke from the fire. We get
1: all the smoke, but yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, uh, I was reminded to set aside some time to check in recently due to my viewing of kids in gummo. Two Jarrett classics that he must have forced me to watch through some kind of ESP or psychic hypnosis or maybe residue from trauma or something. And though I can't particularly say I loved either of them, I was certainly interested. So, J-Dog, Big Jizz, what's up next? Mm. happiness and cannibal Holocaust came immediately to mind, but I'm sure you've got a bunch of other disgusting inhuman, and revolting films up your sleeve. What can you recommend uh, to just absolutely ruin my summer? I tried to watch Salo a few months back, but ended up turning it off about 10 minutes in maybe someday I'll be able to scale that undertaking, but you are brave, brave soldiers for making it through, especially mm. RJ. I'd love to pop I really in. Have a choice. I'd love to pop in on the show again. One of these days. I'll have to look and see what's coming up in schedule with the few times I get a break from eternal torture where Lucifer lets me out of the boiling furnace to go watch a Criterion. Anyhow, mm-hmm. stay safe, fellas. Glad to see the show going strong. I'll try and give it a listen more. Dylan,
3: through. I mean,
2: I don't know about how strong <laughs> yeah. it's going. It's, uh, been <laughs> it's it's, it's alive at the moment, yeah. I would say. But other than that, well,
1: like... you know, uh, Dylan watched uh, Martyrs like, like a week ago. Yeah, and he, does uh, Dylan rate? He does movies. Yeah, yeah. What did he? What did uh, he rate? I think it? it was like a four and a half, five or something like that. So yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Then he followed up with God Told Me to, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "This is a post-martyrs world," and it's like, true true
2: yeah i don't i don't think you can do that god told me to after that well
1: i mean those are both two good moves right there happiness and uh, cannibal holocaust I'd, i mean uh, if you
2: want to ruin your yeah, slamming DJ, yeah i would say like i mean i feel like he's looking for trouble but i'd say like i would do the animal cruelty free version of cannibal holocaust if it's available to you that's how i did it and um it didn't i, I just i was just able to enjoy the film you know, right mm,
1: here? I'd say so. check out uh, *Blind Beast* from 1969. I think that movie's is uh, really interesting. I think I think Mr. Fru, uh might get something out of that. Mm-hmm. If he hasn't seen *The Devils* yet, watch *The Devils*. The, devil's the, Ken, the, Ken, the Ken Russell. That's a uh, great yeah. uh, possession. Obviously, I'm just like I'm doing a skim. Uh, I know RJ was a big fan of *Necromantic*.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. did I watch Necromantic?
1: I think you. I don't know if you did.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was a Joe Bob.
1: Maybe it was a. Oh, I don't know. I. Or I think I think I made some. I had a review, and then you were like, you pooed it. You did. You were like, no, Jared. Oh. Why? Why do you watch these things? Does that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I.
2: Well, I st- I've stopped trying to convince you otherwise. I just. At this point. Yeah. You know.
1: That's what comes to mind. Or. The best way to find out Jared picks, I mean, just look up my account on Letterboxd and see what I dropped four to four plus stars on. Look mm-hmm. at those fives. Work your way to four and a half. Work your way down to four. Find the stuff you're like, well, I've heard of this. Jared liked it. It must be great. That's what you should be thinking. That's right well, thinking.
2: There's an alternative. I,
1: I can't imagine. I cannot imagine.
2: There's an alternative.
1: You want to hear from Kevin Janeski?
2: That's not a real name. Well first year, first we have Jared Burgers, now we have Kevin Janeski. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you, can you, you can't even do anything with that.
2: More like Kevin Janeski. <laughs> Shut up, Jared.
3: With an email entitled, Hell.
2: Uh-oh. Hell.
0: Uh.
1: Hello, creeps. I'm writing from beautiful Phoenix. So this was from... Uh, the 20th okay so uh, okay. again a couple of weeks ago i'm running from beautiful phoenix where we are in our 21st day over 110 degrees 43 degrees to you northerners oh i don't know yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I think it, i think it's a little bit uh i think like for the lack of humidity we have here i think it's even less humid there so i think it's like it's brutally hot but i think it's like i think we can get there our 38 might be really bad um, yeah. But we we avoided it. I don't know. It's hot. Uh, it was several days hitting 117 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 47 RJ. And we Pretty still much. have at least 10 more days of this. Ugh! As the Wicked Witch said, I'm melting. It's a good thing yep. global warming is a myth. Am I uh, right? Let's see. What, or... is, what is the. Uh, Phoenix Arizona weather what's it like right now oh f- 41 degrees well that's a... Uh, oh, oh god it's getting, it's getting hotter uh mm. it's 44 tomorrow 46 46 46 46 46 46 yeah it's it's pretty much what it's like here right it's now a little, 31 it's a actually hot. we are dipping down pretty quick which i, I appreciate we're really. allegedly going to have a, a cooling La- off
2: week, last, allegedly last
1: week when it was uh, what twenty two degrees on Friday, I think yeah. you I think you had the same idea based on what I saw on the Discord, RJ. I saw you were uh, baking.
2: Yeah, it was the only break in the heat. I know. uh know. Uh, yeah. I had, had like all summer, so I took the opportunity to turn the oven on for fucking once.
1: Well, yeah, Kim uh, made her patented uh, mac and cheese, some baked uh, casserole style mac and cheese. Oh, well, ma- mac you know that, and cheese! I do that too. So... No, very good. Very very good. Yeah. So
2: uh
1: yes that was like the one day of like oh you can feature in the oven on and not die.
2: Mm-hmm. That was how I felt man. That's why I uh I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just making some cookies but uh some cookies. But uh yeah, haven't been able to have that oven on in a long long time. In so long long time.
1: I thought I would yes. give you another either-or game like several past listeners have contributed. Just pick the oh better God. performance between the two choices. Easy. This one's not too, too long, RJ. Oh, okay. okay. So we got John Goodman, Argo, or Raising Arizona.
2: Raising Arizona. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, Steve Buscemi, Reservoir Dogs or Armageddon? Armageddon. Reservoir Dogs.
2: He's wicked in Armageddon though. Yeah. You got to you can you can't hey, deny that. N-
1: 90s Schmey is pretty spectacular.
2: Yeah, he's all right. Like he, there's no bad. I'm just saying like he's he's good in Armageddon.
1: Uh Bruce Willis Die Hard or Pulp Fiction? I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction.
2: Pulp Fiction. Yeah.
1: Cuz epic bacon people have ruined Die Hard.
2: You know it's a Christmas movie, Jared? I've is heard it a Christmas I, I, movie. I, I
1: I never heard that before. Is
2: it a Christmas
1: movie? Uh, Woody Harrelson, Zombieland or Natural Born Killers? I don't know. I'm, uh, i don't know Zombieland because <laughs> I don't know. I was never a, much of a Natural Born Killers fan.
2: I agree with you on both fronts. Uh, I I watched Natural Born Killers. It was like two a.m. when I was like thirteen. It was just on one time, mm. and I was like, "What is this?"
1: It's yeah, it's uh, Oliver Stone at his worst. I think no. it's just like fine, but I don't know. Uh, finally, we got Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Halloween seventy eight, or yeah,
2: <laughs> there you Was go.
1: It true R- lives, yeah. Rj likes that those titties. Uh, the, no, correct, the correct the no. correct answers, of course, are oh man, Argo. Fuck yourself. <laughs> no, oh, no one likes God. no one. No one cares about Argo. Why do I have to be Mister Pink? zed's dead baby zed's dead i agree time to nut up or shut up i'm I think, i'm assuming it's zombie land uh it sounds yeah like it. i think so and then oh zipper lowering see rj you're sick well I... stay cool creeps nope. keep up the good work your pal kevin thanks kevin
2: i i never said anything <laughs> kevin kevin janensky yeah more like Kevin ja- needs a new name, am I right? <laughs> wow,
1: cyberbullying at its finest. He <laughs> day Barbenheimer, made movie, dude. <laughs>
2: another made up movie, dude.
1: <laughs> with a pink pink heart and a black heart. Bar- so Barbenheimer, I personally wouldn't recommend it. I did go see Barbie with do the Borat voice, Jarrett,
0: <laughs> my wife,
1: and it was Ooh. good. Oppenheimer is a wait-for-streaming situation. We did, however, have some mm. teenaged comedians sit right behind us who came from Oppenheimer, and they really liked quoting memes a lot, like, he drives, and he so me.
2: What is he drives for?
1: I think that's, like, an internet thing with, like, Ken. Oh. I don't know. I, I saw something about that for a hot second. This was also, like, a week ago. Maybe the memes, like, lived and died real fast, but... Yeah, that sounds fucking I'm, hor that sounds horrid. I don't this is why you just don't go to the theater. Wait till wait till agree. It, it passes. It still settles down. That's what RJ and I are doing. We're waiting for things to settle down.
2: Just letting it settle a little bit. Theater experiences <laughs> are horrible, especially here. Um I do think like I don't know, I feel like Chris Nolan is something that's worth uh checking out, but um I don't know. Not on the not on day one, I can tell you that much. Anyway.
1: There's another phenomenon happening at the moment that I I find a lot more fascinating around a movie called Sound of Freedom. It started Uh, in America, I guess, but it's happening in Australia now because I'm seeing grown adult people being really weird and passionate in some Facebook comment (laughs) sections on local cinema pages saying they support child trafficking if they don't show the movie. And what's weirder is that it doesn't Mm -hmm. even look that good. Thoughts on this situation? um
2: uh, that's one of those christian um yeah. like angel, uh
1: angel films yeah, Did, yeah dana white said you should go see it at yeah, the ufc and, uh, well, i believe uh and it. i believe jewel
2: who's jewel who, jewel like the jewel
1: the jewel
2: oh my god yeah, yeah i saw jewel,
1: i see these things and i go huh and I go, well, I, uh... and I had never heard of this, and then suddenly was everywhere, and now it's, like, about freedom and, like, getting the message out there and donating money to organizations. And the the very people that these are true stories on are, like, oh, these are people, these are nightmare humans. These people don't help anything. They're, they're doing criminal things themselves. But, you know, this is a... I've done my reading. I've done my time researching this research? the, the, the sat- the satanic panic back in the 80s and back you know what oh. i remember like 10 15 years ago reading about this stuff and going huh, i'm so glad that we've gone beyond this mm. and yeah, think... and no we haven't um
2: no this is one of those um it's like kevin sorbo movies you know that's it's like one of those things now it's yeah. just it's with jim caviezel instead. yeah that's,
1: that's right with jesus another jesus yeah.
2: Yeah, a yeah. different a different kind of G- G-Bis.
1: Yeah,
2: but anyways. Well,
1: uh yeah, we, I'm not we, interested. No. Um, but supposedly, yeah. There's some. Yeah, there's I know. There's speculation that like the the box office or tickets being bought, but it's uh not real tickets. Because these movies, like these weird right wing movies that come out, and this is like some real um Q pilled Qanon crap. Um. Mm-hmm. It, it, some people speculate like well there's no one actually seeing this and it's just like about embezzling money maybe allegedly i see these things and i go yeah, maybe that's true sounds about right mm-hmm. i was thinking about that cowboy versus aliens graphic novel that nobody bought mm-hmm. but uh, i think i had a copy
2: <laughs> uh an original i don't know probably not
1: no when it first came out when it was the best selling graphic novel of the year or something like that and it's like no one's ever heard of this no one bought this mm-hmm. Uh, this is got the same thing, but it feels like a lot of people talk about this stuff, so I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like there's people get caught up in it, that they're suckers. It's like that, uh, that country singer with that shitty song, and then allegedly mm-hmm. people try to cancel it, and then more people tuned in to, to teach the woke a lesson, and it's like, wait a minute, did anyone actually try to cancel this? Did anyone I mean, I, anywhere I, I
2: think i think some people did send up a not a cancelling, but it was like this the song seems a little hostile like is this guy talking about like hurting people and then they're like, you won't get it, man, you wouldn't get it
1: small town anyway well, try that. i I don't yeah. want to listen to it because I already know how that would go <laughs> off yeah it would I go know. off anyway, it's all part of the same kettle of fish nebula and uh yeah we or wheelhouse if you will r j you know, oh we, wow! Wheelhouses, I don't. Oh well, it's all part part and parcel, and uh... <laughs> there's some Is in... that fart sounds? There's some insight. You like? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah.
2: Interesting. Yeah,
1: just just ignore it. Um, yeah, And There's sadly a lot of uh damaged people out there.
2: There's a and, lot and of them in I... here too.
1: That's right. Uh, Fortunately, next up. We got Rory. Rory Baker. Mm -hmm. I give up. Mm -hmm. Salutations, Creeps. I hope this email finds you well. You may recall some months ago a rather ambitious young buck in emailing in, making the outlandish claim that he would listen to every episode of the Criterion Creeps podcast in chronological order, only tuning into new episodes once he had caught up. Well, I'm here today to inform you that I have failed the Creeps Nation Canada and myself at the time I am writing this email. I just finished episode 242 divorce Italian style. And for the past three or four Wednesdays, I've been listening to the new episodes as well. Mm
0: -hmm. One would
1: only assume that the two of you are shocked and betrayed as a result of my lack of dedication to the criterion groups podcast. So as a peace offering, I finally signed up to the Patreon and checked out the super main bonus episode. Jarrett's rendition of Jared Leto Joker was 100% worth the price of admission. $1 USD well spent.
2: As low as. As low as. $1 USD. (laughs) Nobody's nobody's picking up on this. As low as. They're missing out. (laughs) Yes. Well, they are missing out, actually. Yeah, because Jarrett does Jared Leto. Yeah. And it is something. It's something. It's something, yeah.
1: I, I, right. I, what about RJ's
2: bat fleck?
1: Come on, I can't sleep on that. Oh, this
3: guy, <laughs> he talks like this.
1: I did say, imply in my last email that I would ask a question. Here's what I come <laughs> up with. This is months in the making, guys. What movie would you choose to get the miniseries adaptation continuation treatment similar to shows like Fargo, The Man Who Fell to Earth? Dead Ringers no. and many others. You got any? You, you got nothing? No. That's all for today, lads. Have a great show. Rory.
2: <laughs> uh, what about Jack Reacher? <laughs> oh, I think that would be a good. TV That's a
1: show. Good What a great idea.
2: Yeah, I think that'd be a really good show instead of a series of movies. Okay, so
1: I guess the rule is it's got to be a movie. That's going to be a TV show.
2: Yeah. Let's oh, take... I understood.
1: Okay. I, I'm just talking. Out, I'm saying it out loud for myself. <laughs>
2: okay. I, I understood the assignment. Uh,
1: let's see here. Let's go with... Mm, I'm going to do a skim. Okay. What have we got? I don't know. That would be good? Or...
2: Yeah, something that you would actually want to see, I think, is okay. the idea here. That's tough.
3: I mean, as a person who doesn't watch things, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. Colombo. I mean, what?
2: Tell about Colombo.
3: I mean, I could talk about Colombo, but
2: I mean, time, no, I mean, as pressed, a series,
1: we're going to be pressed for time, RJ. Um, as a series, as a series, I'm saying. How about oh, fuck? I'm, I'm looking at all the movies I've ever seen in theater. I'm just trying to pick, I'm trying to pick one. Oh, you know what would be cool. Maybe mm. the Ninth Gate. We could read. Okay, you could sure. do, You could redo the Ninth Gate. I think. Sure. Sure. Get that yeah. CGI solved.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be okay. There
1: we go. There's one. That's the one I came across. First one, I went, hey, not bad. And RG, you got nothing? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Done. Nailed it. All right. We got Dylan email number two.
2: Oh, oh interesting.
1: Columbo and more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, howdy again, fellas. Hope you're doing well. Sadly, didn't have any college nicknames. Maybe, oh look, it's that guy. Or just being ignored. It was awesome to hear some Columbo love come from you guys last week, or at least from Jarrett. You are certainly correct to call it the greatest piece of copaganda ever. It somehow manages to feel cinematic and baked with 70s charm without ever really reminding you it's just a TV show. Not to mention, despite being a bastard, Columbo might be one of the greatest characters of all time his brilliantly funny ability to immediately attach himself to the criminal and uh, will never lose his charm. Just watch Trouble Waters from one of the later seasons. It was directed by a friend of the show, Ben Gazzara, and really shows that Columbo's psychic happenstance ability. And Tom Waits. What a powerful episode. All it was missing was a tiny little statue of Bane in the background.
2: I don't know where you'd get something like that.
1: So anyways, what's the state of the creeps? How many more spines will it take for RJ to snap and finally take out Jarrett? I can't imagine it would be more than 50, though I'd hate to see you go before you reach Roma or the hands of the Irishman. Hitting the 400 episode mark is a serious achievement. Congrats, guys, and reminds me how strange it is that I fanned you guys almost five years ago. Seems unreal. I was out staining picnic tables as rules of the game and 7th Samurai commentary played from my phone. Now look at me. Much like you and everyone else, I'm miserable. Think of how many butts and farts and Fellinis and Bunuel's you've hit. A real achievement. In all seriousness, great work, guys. You're doing the work no one asked for and no one really needs, but God bless you for doing it. So, what's with that local sports team? Stay safe with all those fires up there, Dylan. Man, everyone's worried about the fires. <laughs> There's, there's no fucking can a very large place people uh one yeah. one we're everything's on fire but we're fine there's plenty to burn there's plenty
2: mm-hmm. we got nothing but time baby. i guess
1: isn't it like is it, is it an anniversary this week of the show of,
2: oh uh this week or next week yeah think,
1: yeah sometime in the next like two days i think i think it's like is, is it the seventh eighth
2: Something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to choose not to acknowledge it.
1: Fine. Very well. Well, we are up. Uh, we're almost at 400. So thank you for saying mm. so. And yeah, Columbia. When are we
2: going to end? 400 seems like a good time.
1: Seems like a perfect time. But is it? Is, well,
2: is it? We'll see.
1: Um, and a troubling
2: email. Uh oh.
1: Very upsetting email. Oliver
2: Granger already emailed in, though. Uh,
1: well, wow. I mean, we've heard from him recently, but got an
3: email here from one uh-huh. Frank Solano. The big ride boy is coming home.
2: What's it been? A year. See you Two soon,
3: years. creeps.
2: Is that the whole email?
1: <laughs> Sounds like a threat to me. That's the yeah, whole. That's, e- a,
2: that's <laughs> a serious threat. That's
1: a, that's a threat. Um, yeah, it's been cool. a while.
2: Very startling, very startling. It's been at least one year. I think
1: it's I been. Th- I believe it's been three years.
2: Three years? No. Feels like yesterday.
1: Feels like yesterday. Feels,
2: feels like yesterday. That's why so, I said at least one year. Uh
1: we'll <laughs> let that linger for a moment. Let that settle in. For longtime listeners, they'll know. Mm-hmm. They'll know.
2: They'll know. Well, they'll know. And
1: it. and finally, finally, yeah. we have but not least, uh, we got we got J Money Peterson. Justin Peterson Holy writing God. in, uh, summer creeping. Email mm-hmm. title. Hey, Jaron RJ. I hope these miserable dog days of summer are treating you well. Oh yes, as oh. as, as uh, Kim likes to say, it is the the Sunday of months. Uh
2: yeah, I, I was gonna say earlier. I I've come to a conclusion that August is the worst month of the year.
1: Yep. You're yeah, right. You're and... right.
2: Anybody connected to the month of August in any way, like any, any kind of connection, like it's your, it's like your birthday or something. It's be, be,
1: be your birthday. Bad. Say you work in education. Say you work at Pizza Hut. Hips mm-hmm. aren't what they used to be. People are a little, little uh, chintzy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So August is a uh, bad, bad time. Bad, bad time. Um,
1: really bad, time. What are we out here? Foodie talk. I was lucky <laughs> enough to catch you guys mentioning my candy apple post from the last week. I got an apple covered in caramel and chunks of Heath bar, and also enjoyed plenty of fudge and nut clusters. So, do any of these oh, wow. treats tickle your fancy? Heath bar. I think we talked about the Heath bars before. And uh, yeah, we don't get those here. I love 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 fudge, R.J. Just like my name, you,
2: Fudge Duncan. That's right. Fudge. Fudge is, is great.
1: Ever yeah. get ever get fudge from the the candy place uh, in Nanton?
2: Uh, I've been to the candy place in that a few times. Got fudge.
1: But... It's okay. The best fudge is probably still
2: Banff. I like fudge when it's in other things. Mm-hmm. Do you I'll know just what a, I mean? I'll
1: just a, a a loaf sliver.
2: Oh yeah, a lump of fudge isn't super appealing to me, but in other things, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Plus, it rocked my world the other week to find that my nearest grocery store sells gallon-sized cans of Boiled beans. Or sorry, boiled peanuts. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Which now helps keep boiled, my fa- beans. Peanuts. <laughs> you boiled peanuts. I mean okay. you boil you boiled beans, but
2: Yeah, I've had I've had boiled peanuts what before.
1: What the oh, fuck is a boiled peanut? Which now helps keep my favorite yeah. snack around the house somewhat longer. Boiled it's, peanuts.
2: It's kinda like at the ballpark when well, you've never been to uh a big baseball game, right? Not to a, like not at a, big... a real one. Yeah, it's kinda of like there they sell you peanuts and they're like hot roasted. It's kinda of like roasted peanuts, but what you do is you just get a big drum and you just boil them all up. It's the same, same kind of idea. Gotcha. Gotcha. Same kind of idea. Yeah. There no no peanuts are good. I like okay. peanuts.
1: GOAT Movie question of the week. After spending another week this summer in Dolly Parton's hometown in Tennessee, I was curious to hear what are the best singers that made the transition to acting? I'm sure you guys will throw some love to David Bowie, but how about Chris Christopherson in *Future Creep*, *Heaven's Gate*, or Justin Timberlake from *Southland Tales*? Here is the list from Google to get the conversation going. Oh my God! Is the list it's extensive? It's extensive, and the way it copied on my thing, it's like weird. It's like everything. No, let's
2: do like two of them, and then and then we'll call okay.
1: Them. Okay, we got. I'll just run through some names, and you go hey, or.
2: Hey. Okay.
1: Queen Latifa. Mm. Justin Timberlake. Mm. I, I I don't even remember these people in, as actors. Beyonce. Mm. Mm. Will Smith. Mm. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Yet to be seen. Yet to be seen. She
2: was in a couple of movies.
1: Not that I know of.
2: Well, yeah, you'll see some soon.
1: Yeah, but... I will. well, one. It's got At a... least one. It might have Batman in it. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I think I think he's probably the, their, their share, you know, share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ice Cube, whatevs. Mm-hmm. L- Ludacris.
2: Uh, well, Ludacris was in like the Fast and Furiouses, but I don't think right. anything else. No.
1: Jennifer Hudson.
2: Uh, I don't know. Madonna. Nah.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Mandy Moore. Nah. Frank Sinatra. Eh. Nah. Barbara Streisand. Rihanna, Ice-T, LL Cool Uh, J.
2: Ice-T, yes. Ice-T, or uh, LL Cool J.
1: Jennifer Lopez, Tim McGraw, (laughs) Harry Connick Jr.
3: The Sandman? The Sandman. Harry Styles. Chris Christopherson.
1: Sure. Elvis Presley, come on. Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. That's it. That's too many. Yeah, too many too many fuckers. I guess that's all I got heading into my birthday month of August. Oh, yeah. See that? See, that's the extra shitty part of August is uh, having your birthday in August. Worst. Yeah, I know. Wish me luck as I do my best to survive my wife's birthday back to back with our 15th anniversary. Oh, that's
3: a lot going on.
2: That's a Mm -hmm. lot. Yeah,
3: could be worse. That's a lot of, that's a lot of activities.
2: Yeah. I'm not going to say what it could be worse or how I'm just going to say it could be worse. You
1: know, long live the creep PS. Any more guests coming up to the show?
2: Uh, mm, no, <laughs> no, I think, uh, did we, did we covertly, um, just <laughs> decide or like shut that off on Patreon? Uh, I think, yeah. Is I mean, that it's even so an option anymore? It
1: It isn't really. No. So I don't know. There's I, like. Yeah. No no more, no more guests for for a while yeah. i think time I think time okay. time, yeah, I don't know, it's uh I think it was fun, uh, I guess
2: we're fun, but uh, they make for um, and this is gonna make us sound like real real go go shit, go on it makes for, it makes for long nights for us um this is true not not that it's not nice having someone else to talk to, but usually guest nights are like four plus hours and it's just like is <laughs> true. We're we're working at reducing this podcast, not in not inflating it, so Yeah. Yeah. So uh we, we like having guests, but I think we're trying to um we're trying to dial it back. We're, we're dialing but, it back. Dial it back a little bit. Dialing it back for our own well being. Yeah. I think. Yes. So think anyways. So. Yes. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's where that's where that's at for people. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be just you and me. Shitty Bill.
2: <laughs> and the shitty Bill and the Jizz dog.
1: No. One day. Who knows? Who knows? But in who the meantime, who? in the meantime, it's just us talking about these fucking movies.
3: Hey
2: RJ. Yeah.
1: What what's yeah, what you been creeping on this week?
2: Are we at that now?
1: We are. That was emails. Thanks, everybody.
2: Uh yes. Thank you for emails. Real people and not real people all included. I, I see right through a couple of those You're you t- you
1: talking about the AI, the involving AIs.
2: No, I just, some of those people were definitely not real, but, uh, okay. What? That's okay. No,
1: don't no Jared Berger you know in me. there.
2: I no, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying Jared Berger. I'm just saying some, some of those other guys. Okay. Definitely not real. Um, what were we talking about? Creeping on? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we don't watch movies
1: I, anymore. That's for sure.
2: I played uh, Resident Evil Two, which you're probably super interested in. I saw you right?
1: got. A, I saw. I saw you got a C rating on that.
2: Yeah, well, those games are fucking hard. They are pretty tough. Yeah, those games are hard. I think the reason I got a C rating was because I probably saved too many times. They like count your saves, you know. But I'm. I'm. I get nervous. So like, when I see the opportunity to save, I save because like. You get all nervous, man. So I played, uh, I played that PS4 remake of it. Have you ever played Resident Evil Two, Jared? It's pretty good. I have. Yeah, pretty good. This, uh, I I've read online some because like I know there's some purists out there they are like you should just play the the real one. It's like I have that one too. I have like the original one, but I've heard the remake was was really good, and it is it is. Mister X, the tyrant guy, walking around, spooking on you. Good stuff, Jared. Good stuff. Uh, so I played that. Um, did I talk about what I was watching? I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to talk about Columbo at all? Should... Uh,
1: I watched one really good episode, actually. Uh, where Ro- Columbo. Ro- yeah, there's one that popped up that was actually pretty awesome because uh, so there's one where Robert Culp came back. He's like, okay. uh, so one of the things though, it's like kind of bullshit is it's about subliminal messages in advertising. Of course, it's seventies, yeah. so whatever, it's fine. Uh, it involves, and it actually becomes a plot point and a key element of how the crime is solved. It's like whatever, but Robert Culpe's character is like totally just a prick who is making fun of Columbo, and he's like, you're not going to be able to catch me, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it's like it's kind of the first time they've actually had a character full on just like such a ass, and but in a way where he's not like. He's, I don't know. He's like very, so proud of the fact that he's not going to get caught mm-hmm. and acting like, Oh, well, he looks like you almost got me. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, that's nice. Good try. Good try. And, um, and he goes on and on and he's like, Oh yeah. How is he going to get him? So that was a, that was a really fun one. And, uh, the one I'm watching right now is about, like, a bodybuilder, like, a fitness guru guy. He was running That's scams cool. scams, and how he gets away with it, and Columbo's on. Again, it's always Columbo. Who? Uh, I was thinking about him, like, what is Columbo's first name? And it's never been officially stated. But, and I guess in various bits and pieces of the show, you'll see, like, a bit of identification that they threw in just as a prop. And it's Frank, apparently. But I thought it was Spolumbo. Spolumbo Columbo.
2: Yeah. Is it not? Yeah,
1: but tons of chili talk. Lots. I,
2: I see that <laughs> way more than I had, uh, I had any idea. Uh,
1: uh, there's, like, even some I've missed. Because it's like, oh, no, I got to go back and get that. And then I just don't. Uh, Johnny Cash <laughs> is in the one episode. And he plays, like, he's got to be like one of the dumbest people that uh, mm. has been the killers. Like, he's just, like, not good at all. Like, trying to get away with yeah. it. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm still enjoying myself. Uh, it's it's good. good. It's good to have on the background, uh, listening yeah. to the great dialogue, uh, waiting for, like, the food drops to happen, because it, mm-hmm. co- it comes up quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I, the, I, I think there's been, like, six or seven chili things, way more than I would have ever anticipated. Yeah.
1: It's a whole thing. I'm sure, like, you know, columb heads really know
2: a lot about it. But... The columb yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. Good, good i'm glad you're liking it
1: no yep. so that, that's uh been paying off uh so that's it for you huh so...
2: well okay so like yeah i i played re2 and that was it was really good i played the remake and it was fun um it's cool because they it sounds like they revamped the way you know the tyrant guy mr x the guy with the the hat and the trench coat and how he like yes. chases you and stuff like yep. that uh i think in this game they made they gave him more free reign like he he follows you constantly, right? And, like, you'll go into a room, and you're like, I'm cool in here. And then the door will break open, and he'll be like, Burr. And he, he comes in, he punches you in the head and stuff. And that's, that's pretty cool. It's a good game, though. I, I liked it. And I'm playing uh the third one now because uh, um, I realized they roll right back in. They roll right into each other because it's the same night, both in Raccoon City. So I was like, yeah, I'll play these two games. Uh, I just finished my third Jack Reacher book of the summer on audiobook. You know, so I did three, four, and five in the last uh, two and a half weeks here.
1: I'm reading a book right now.
2: No, you're not. You don't know how.
1: That's true. Never mind. What, what are, you, are you reading? I'll, I'll, I'll talk about when I'm done.
2: Okay. I was going to – should I keep Jack Reacher going or should I do something different?
1: different. I have
2: lots of audio books available. Oh, just
1: just put on the Jack Reachers. It's,
2: it's they're, they're very easy to just yeah. throw on because I, I have like James Elroy. I do have some Dean Koontz, which I've, never, do I've not, never read a Dean Koontz in my life. Jean,
1: Dean Koontz is not great. I mean, oh, ma- yeah. you might get some like, kit sheaf kind of stuff from it. But no, James, and James Elroy is good stuff. I don't know how I would read or listen as an audiobook.
2: But... Well, I, sh- I should mention, like I'm attentive when I do audiobooks because okay. I'm just like watering the yard or something. So like I am actually listening. Huh. Uh, what, what, I,
1: what do you have for options for Elroy? All of them. Everything, all of them. eh?
2: Yeah, I the only one I wasn't gonna do was maybe American tabloid because I feel like that would be one that's worthwhile to actually read. Well, it's yeah. yeah,
1: there's a there's a real shift in his writing where his stuff you probably need to. I can't even. It would be probably hilarious to listen to someone reading it. It makes it's a lot oh, better to read yeah. probably because he gets very like this sort of a staccato Hemingway minimalist style that a guy talking like this. Like it might
2: suck. Oh, I see. So, I mean, let's do a low stakes one. What's the beginning
1: like, of the LA Quartet? I think it's Black Dahlia.
2: Black Dahlia. Yeah. Start with yeah, that. I could do Black Dahlia and just see how it goes. Yeah, because some stuff doesn't translate well as audiobooks. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. Like Stephen King, really good at audiobooks. Jack Reacher, very good for audiobooks because it's just like, I don't know, describing action and stuff. But yeah, yeah I'll, action. I'll try Black Dahlia.
1: Yeah, that's Try good. That there one. you go. Try that.
2: All right. All right. Yeah, and then, I mean, I, I have watched a show. It just depends on how much you, we, we want to talk about it.
1: Well, the question you know is, I mean? yeah, it is a big big question here. I really want to hear your thoughts about it. So, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Well, what we can do is, do you want to do the full dive like we, like we usually do? Yeah. Like, I do have episode descriptions. Like, you know what I mean? She, like... Season one is 13 episodes, so I could talk about that. Okay. Uh, like, or, like, we could do half of it, or we could do all of it. We'll see how it goes.
1: Okay, so, I'm not sure. I, I think we're just going to give this to the general population. I don't know if this, this deserves to be behind a paywall. I don't think anyone really cares a great deal. But you you finally got around to watching a show. hmm I started watching a, to watch a show that uh, I have been saying, you should watch this for i don't know years
2: well to to clarify though it's it was never out of uh it was never out of a lack of want to watch this show it was never available mm-hmm. on any of my streaming services right which I, i'm very upfront about like um whether it's tv movies or games or whatever i'll watch it when it's on the thing that i already subscribed to like you know what i mean so, I, I've been waiting for this forever, and there were a couple false starts like a month or two ago. Like, it got added to Prime, and then it was taken down. And then it was added to Prime for like a day, and then it was taken down. And I was just like,
1: What is this? I was like, Is
2: it? I didn't want to start because I was like, Is it just going to get taken down in like a day? I was like, I don't want that. Absolutely so, not.
1: Yeah. What would what it is, be what, like
2: if we, yeah.
1: What is this show you're talking about?
2: Well, I'm watching a little show here, Jared i'm watching a little show here uh early 2000s crime 2002 2002 was the start early 2000s crime right, drama. this, this
1: kind of came along uh concurrent with the wire Is...
2: uh yeah it's got to be around the same time i pretty sure
1: see what year did the wire season one pop up in
2: I feel like
3: the wire uh, same been...
1: year, same year. Actually, same year? they might have. Uh, I think the shield might have finished its first season right when the wire season one started,
2: right? When it started, yeah, okay. Like okay. it was, I
1: think season one ended. Uh, see, the problem is, is now when you look up the shield, you don't get the yeah. shield, you get agents of shield,
2: and it's like, no, um, or you get the WWE, the shield, yeah, I go. And go drop, I mean, brah, I mean
1: brah, the brah,
2: intro to brah, this TV show is kind of close to uh, brah, brah.
1: oh man, <laughs> and
2: then men screaming.
1: I can only hear them imagine, yeah. Literally, uh, so Wire season one started June 2nd, 2002. The last episode of Shield episode, season one, episode 13, June 4th, 2002.
2: So, pretty. Within, yeah, one
1: ended and one began and uh, defined uh, the 2000s uh, police procedural. Those two, sh- these two shows, I feel very different shows, but they kind of have a similar, uh, I don't know, this kind of like kitchen sink, but this kind of grimy sort of depiction of like how they do it. I think the wire is actually fairly like cinematic. It it's it's shot pretty straight on. Like it looks you like you mean a, like gorilla filmmaking? No, yeah, unlike yeah the shield is very gorilla filmmaking. Yeah. Which it is which filmmaking. Yeah, it's it's men men literally in the frame with cameras at times. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I uh so I if you have there, there, there's a Wikipedia page Discord. have you seen there's a Wikipedia yeah. page that actually yes, shows I, skills I of all
1: that? Oh it's like oh my god okay. And, like, and I try to explain. Anyways, none of this matters. None of this matters.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, yeah. was going to say, if you're not on the Discord, I've been updating as I go. So uh, the cameramen have been brought up a few times. So, right. yeah, I'm, I'm watching The Shield. Uh, it has created, cre- created by,
1: Saturday. uh, it Sean Ryan and, uh, Sean Ryan. And there's also, what's his name is his co-creator, like the co-writer on a bunch of it though, too. Sean uh, Ryan's uh, the main most, guy. That's Kurt. Same- Kurt, same- Kurt. Uh, oh, he's like one of the key punch up in the show. Summers? He, no, he's like the guy who does, uh, Sons of Anarchy later.
2: Oh, Kurt, yeah, Kurt yeah, Sutter. Yeah. Sutter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's like definitely times where the Kurt Sutter is strong in the shield.
2: <laughs> yeah i've uh near near the end of season one there's a few things where you're like all right right like hey like that guy jerking off in the alley it's like hey you want to stop jerking off over there and it's like i feel like that's i i don't know if i've seen kurt Sutter's name yet though okay. maybe i just didn't notice he... i, I do see sean ryan's name is on 100 every episode.
1: yes yeah yeah he's the main guy and he's like yeah. he's like baby mackie he's another bald guy mm-hmm.
2: um so but, he yeah. so michael chiklis is his like uh his like spirit force, yeah. Oh,
1: okay, his Mary Sue, if you will.
2: Yeah. So I got it. All I've ever known Michael Chiklis from was uh, Fantastic Four. Oh,
1: see, yeah, you're you're just a little too young maybe to remember the uh ABC show, The Commish.
2: Uh, I don't know that one. I do know he was in a sh- he was in a different ABC show where he had superpowers. He was like a super oh, family. Shit. It was like it was like supposed to be like The Incredibles kind of. Yeah. So there was a show. I saw an episode of that
1: back in uh, so 1991 is when the commish was on. It was for on for five years, and yeah, it was Michael Chiklis. Uh, he was balding, but he had hair on his head. Yeah, but not very much. And then he just goes just full. And then he then he goes to goes on to define masculinity for the 2000s. I mean,
2: it, it suits him. Ball bald head and like really really little little Matrix sunglasses. I mean, it, it suits yeah. him. What kind of cop is he? He's a cop that plays by his own rules. He's a different kind of cop. Uh, a different kind of kinda cop. Kind of like Columbo. <laughs> kind of like Columbo. Uh, I can... So do you want me to... Do you yeah. want me to tell you?
1: Yeah, just tell me. Let's get it going. Okay. Tell me about this yeah. show. Tell me. Lay it out for me. Give me the
2: okay. the, the, the Bellagio breakdown. Okay. The first five episodes, I had one opinion of the show, and then it changed a little bit. Okay. Because for the first five episodes, I was gonna, the way I was going to start this conversation was... Uh by the way you and all these other people talked about this I thought this was a prestige uh format <laughs> st- style TV show Uh-huh but in actuality this is um this is a, a trash TV show Oh yeah and I didn't realize that uh-huh. and for the first 4 or 5 episodes I was like I was like this is trash TV <laughs> I was like I, I was like the way everyone always talks about the shield I was like I thought it was like the wire where it was just like no no, no prestige no. cinema No
1: no 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 this is about entertainment
2: Yes, yes, it's kind of like what I'm doing with the uh, the Jack Reacher books, right? Yeah. It's very very similar. Yeah, so th- this is um yeah, so this is trash TV kind of. Uh and it does have like and what I mean is like after about 6 episodes so in the back end they do start to get into uh things start to pay off a little bit more and um yep. there is a build up of things and it's like, ah, oh, okay. They they are they are later in these I
1: I will say there. like as the show goes on, you you'll get in, like there's more and more that'll get your hooks in. The characters flesh out a lot. Yeah. Uh season five is real spectacular. Yeah. Uh and, oh, then, no, yeah. and the and the ending, I I'll tell you, like the actual series finale of the shield is it's like the probably amongst the best TV show endings. Like it's yeah. it's so well done.
2: Yeah. I uh, I shouldn't uh um not uh or like sell it short or anything like i like it it, it is good like i i watched a whole season in a week so like no yeah, it's pretty I liked, good i like the sh- i like the shield you know it's just so uh, i just want to
1: just want to mention though that uh back in the day jared and lawrence would be done uh in a in a day
2: sometimes two days we do all you had th- 13 hours to just watch it a whole season that's the
1: we planned for it I'd go because okay. I'd have like a whatever it was at the time, like a Tuesday, Wednesday off. I think, but so I'd, go, get I'd taco go to time I'd, no, then... no, no pizza. We ordered pizza, pizza uh, from yeah. probably from that was like two, two, two for one at the, or two guys, I guess back in that yep. two thousand two. Uh, yeah, we'd go. I'd go to Future Shop, acquire mm-hmm. new release, uh, go to his place, and we were just watching it. And
2: so you well, just rip it in. A I, I
1: can't remember when. I, I don't know if it was as early as season two, but it was pretty quick. But uh, there was a, that clip you shared today on Discord of uh, Dan. I, we rewound that a lot. And every it's, t- it's, it's fucking hilariously and so well done.
2: <laughs> it's the season finale of uh, uh, season one. Okay. Uh, so it's in uh, 113 where that happens. Oh, it you is, just uh,
1: finished. I thought you were.
2: I finished last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I haven't started season two yet
1: interesting yeah. okay i thought yeah, there's a couple things i thought were definitely definitely be at season two at this point but it's like nope that's you're telling me it's season one interesting whatever
2: you've seen is all from season one so okay uh, okay yeah i have i have not started season two yet um in that clip you're gonna just have to join the discard uh discord to right. uh, see see the uh, clip that's that right. i also was uh laughing at <laughs> it's uh it's good it's really well done that thing yeah so um yeah anyways, the first half of the uh watching this it took me a, a, a little bit to figure out what the show was I was like oh okay this is trash show uh and then uh the first four episodes I say are um they're some of them are a little corny like they are uh they're a little early 2000s dated mm-hmm. uh not like incredibly so where you're just like uh nothing like that the, the, but the, like in kind of a fun way yeah so like at the end of um at the end of the first episode, uh they're doing like a raid, which I'll talk about in a second, like so I went one oh one he plays by his own rules, uh so Vic mackey uh and uh okay I, I I gotta finish what I was saying by why it's corny, so like at the end of the first episode, they're doing a raid, and then, um, they're like suiting <laughs> up for it and stuff like that, and then the music bang and then it's like it's like it's like synchronized so like they kick a door where it's like and uh <laughs> that
1: sounds awesome to me rj what are you talking about i, I know
2: i know and that's what i mean like it's uh it's they would like they would have they paid a bit of years later they,
1: well it's it's of but, the times at the time though is like that i mean i think at the time it actually was pretty horny that was probably the one thing i think i said to you earlier when the show was like i bet you probably the thing that might be real like rough is some of the music
2: that's the only it, one oh, oh,
1: well all I know is that's like it. I think there's a bit coming up I'm not sure when, but there's a some, some cold play that shows up
2: oh no, that's happened oh that's the end was uh, that
1: the end of season one
2: yeah, that's the end of season one nice. uh, when uh when things start yeah. to unwind unravel yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah there i didn't I didn't mind the cold play, I thought Whoa. it was fine yeah. oh yeah and i don't I didn't mind the kid rock either, I just thought it was really funny. Because there's I, some
1: all oh, there's some actually there's a uh, I'm not sure if it's when it is, but there's some smashing pumpkins that come all out Uh at Ooh, one point. It fucking like it, it slaps RJ. It's so good.
2: I, I like that. Yeah. I hey, if they get pumpkins in here, all they would need is some Pearl Jam too at some point and mm-hmm. then it would be uh it would all be there, I think. So, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what was oh, OK. So, the, yeah, the uh, shield. Pilot. 101. uh He plays by his own rules. So you're introduced to all the characters. So uh, our lead is Vic Mackey, Michael Chiklis. Yep. And uh, he is the leader of the Strike Team. Yes, right. So uh, you're introduced to the precinct. Uh, it's called. It's a. Uh, the barn. The barn. Uh, I was gonna say, we're just and, and, and this based in Zealot. the
1: uh, fictional Farmington, uh, of, yeah. in L.A. Yes.
2: Uh, yeah. So uh, the precinct is called the Barn. It is an old church that they uh they reshape to be a a precinct it took me a while to before they mentioned what like they didn't mention that it was an old church for a while and i was like what's up with this place i was like why does it look like this right uh because it 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 doesn't look anything like a police station i guess is the point uh so it's an old uh church called the barn so Vic Mackey, he's the leader of this thing called the strike team and it's uh this special kind of squad uh of the precinct these four or five cops that are giving kind of like special privilege to operate on their own kind of it's just like to, you guys and, and get results yeah it's like you guys do whatever you need to do and as it was long as you may, loosely you get results
1: loosely based on the real life uh rampart group in los angeles
2: mm-hmm. that
1: turned into just a shit show of corruption because they were just yeah. like oh when the cops just start working with the drug dealers then you're like oh and that's that's
2: See, I they do explain it in this where it's like, okay, I kind of see this. So yeah, like Vic Mackey, he's got his hands in a lot of things, but, and like he, he does let the drug dealers run in his area, but he always, the way he kind of plays the peace. it off, it's to keep the peace. And he's like, I'd rather have my hand on the one guy doing it than there to be like rival gang wars. Well,
1: ultimately, because like well, ultimately a lot of it is, is like, well, we can't solve the drug crisis, but we can manage it. And the thing that people don't want and the people things don't want is violent crime. That's when people yeah. start losing their shit. Um,
2: yeah. That, so he's like property so crime, yeah, violent
1: like, crime. That's the thing yeah. that
2: people are worried about. So he's got a he's got in with a few of, or it's like one major dealer and his guys, and he's just like, "I'll protect you guys and keep the other dealers out." He's like, "But I take a cut of what you." Or he's like, yeah. "You know, it's like it goes back and forth, kind of thing." Yeah. Uh, so um, you have him, and then you have uh. Who else is um well you got
1: the team so you've got you got Nick, yeah, you, you got shane you got lamb you got ronnie shane. and then we have our our fifth member
2: who is the fifth member of the strike? oh the, the first episode
1: and and only the first episode
2: oh yeah uh is it terry yeah terry. or i can't yeah. remember his name but yes yeah it's uh, terry who, who,
1: okay so he's interesting so that actor he was also on the tv show uh homicide life on the street so when i was watching the shield i was like oh hey it's him. Like, he was, like, a regular it's character. Harry. It's that guy. And I'm like, oh, cool, he's on the show. And then you find out, it's like, he's there to, like, keep an eye on things. to to Because yeah. he knows, like, so, these, cops, these cops are dirty.
2: Yeah, so you have all these guys. And then the only one I, I'll point out right now is Shane is Walton Goggins. Walt
1: Goggins, baby.
2: <laughs> who uh goes on to big, big things. Um, Probably bigger than Michael Chiklis, even, to be honest. Like, I think Walton Goggins went on to... Well, he had justified... Uh, get, yeah, justified, and then uh, I don't know. I mean, he's in some movies, not never a, a main bit. guy. Well, but... I mean,
1: Michael Shillis was like. I mean, he looks old though too. But yeah, Walt Goggins, I think uh, this was like the show that probably set him up though, because oh, yeah, for sure. you you see he's, he's the, young in this. the the tale of Shane over the course of the seven yeah. uh, seasons of Shield is like incredible there's some good well, stuff
2: shane's already been getting into some stuff
1: so. oh you, nothing you haven't seen anything so, my friend
2: <laughs> anyway so that's the team and then you have the uh you have the two other detectives uh, detectives uh which is dutch and claudette uh, claudette yeah which uh claudette is cch pounder yeah M-
1: uh, <laughs> yeah
2: uh my one of my favorite actress names yeah. just ever because it's so cool cch pounder like um i don't know I don't know. That's, that's just a cool name. And then, yeah, you have Dutch, which is just this a uh, kind of snivelly kind of guy. Like, not he's not like a Weasley guy. Like, he 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 does his job and he tries to do well, but he's just kind of like, like literal kind of Weasley.
1: We- like Wagenbach. We-
2: Wagenbach. Yeah, I think his name is Holland Wagenbach. Yeah, yeah. So They call him Dutch. Dutch. Dutch boy. Dutch. So those are two other detectives who are there and always try to do their own. <laughs> and then uh, in this episode, you get the introduction of the new captain uh Captain Asaveda. Uh, Asaveda. and uh his whole thing coming in uh in which he recruits Terry his whole thing is like I'm running for this position in the municipality this captainship is my stepping stone to get there but what's really going to get me there is by taking out some dirty cops yes, exactly and he says I know that the strike team and Vic Mackey are the dirt the dirtiest ones around and I'm here to take them out and then you're like oh okay okay so he enris- enlists Terry to do it. Uh, and uh, so you're introduced to all these guys. And then the actual episode, uh, there is a uh, lady murdered and Dutch and Claudette are investigating it. And they're uh, not getting to a great spot. And they realize that um, there's probably a, uh, like kidnapped children involved in this. And the ca- uh, Captain Asaveta is kind of like, Oh yeah. He's like, this is getting really bad. He's like, we need results now. <laughs> And so, like it's it's kind of weird. Like they kind of they play around with like what Captain Aceveda is all about. But uh, it's like a me- it's funny because like in this episode, his whole thing is like we we got to take this guy out. And then like within n- within the first episode, he goes to Vic. He's like, I need you to do it. your Well, way. because because
1: they're having they keep like hitting up these like this like ring of like pedophiles essentially. Yeah, and it's yeah, like they it's, keep
2: they keep hitting all these like yeah these like pedophile rings and um
1: multiple they just keep finding them
2: yeah so uh Acevedo is just like all right he's like Vic I don't like what you do but I need you to do it your way we need some and advanced
1: it's... interrogation techniques
2: yeah. so he goes in he's got like a bottle of like rum a phone book some pliers and then it's like something else that's like it's like what is that for I can't even I can't remember what it is it's like <laughs> it's like a pressure gauge for like a, a tire or something it's <laughs> something that's just like what is that Put it in be
1: someone's for? ear
2: Uh. yeah like, and uh so they're like what are you bad cop and he's like i'm a different kind of cop (laughs) and then he comes out like 10 minutes later he's all sweaty he's like i know where they are and then the strike team suits up kid rock plays and then uh they leave and uh terry everyone's favorite character um (laughs) who they were kind of on to a little bit as it uh, turns out yeah, the last frame of this episode is uh, Terry. Terry dies.
1: That's the that was the big twist, I guess, of it. Because you're like, oh, do you think, oh, this is going to be like the storyline where this guy's going to be like that trying to get get dirt on him, squad. and no, they figure out real fast, and you get the the weird like head shake as the man mm-hmm. passes, and it's like weirdly sped up. I was like, the, the it was like odd looking always at the end of it, and that is the yeah. that is like the original sin of the series, for which like everything kind of grows out from. For, yeah, yeah,
2: the yeah the original sin, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, and that's the hook. Yeah. You, you, oh, a, oh, you also meet, you meet
1: the the you miss the beat detectives.
2: Oh yeah, you have a lady and tall man, Ju- Julian, um, Julian, and uh, oh. I can't remember her name either. Yeah,
1: I'm blinking on her name right now too, but she's like, uh,
2: she's a big. Boy. They're both big characters. Yeah. yeah. So the two beat cops are, um, do you figure it out?
1: Oh, I'm looking it up right now.
2: So Julian, he is the, the rookie. He's oh, Danny. Really Danny.
1: Danny Sofer. Yeah. Okay.
2: So Danny who- is a lady who, um, has a history with Vic.
1: Yeah.
2: It's kind of shown up, uh, or like they talk about they, it. They, the they,
1: they have this like on again, off on again, off again affair. So yeah, Vic's yeah. married with kids.
2: Yeah. to a Kareen. Yeah. Yeah. And Vic's got two, a uh, boy and a girl. And uh yeah, so like when they introduce the beat cop lady Danny, uh Vic's kinda like, What are you doing later, sugar tits? And she's just like, What are you doing, are you with your wife? And he's like, Come on. Come on. Hey. Uh, hey. uh, Dutch has a thing for Danny also. That's shown in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, you get Julian who is uh he's the rookie, like the, the newest beat cop rookie. And he's this dude who's like, I don't know, if I had to guess, I'd say six eight. Mm-hmm. He's super tall and like his arms are like massively long. Um, so he he's like the brand new uh, rookie and you don't see much of him in this one. But in the next episode, that one is uh, 102 is all about initiations. And that's where you start to um, you see a little bit more of Julian. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that in the first episode, it just kind of introduces everybody and they do. And they also do. um not the captain and it's not like the chief but it's the guy who's Oh in the yeah the like the, the li-
1: yeah come on not the commissioner but he's like the next step up like lieutenant colonel or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah ben.
2: dirty Ben. Yeah. He's got Why? he's got he... Don't say do Come, that come again, on man. man, come on, come on man. Yeah. So he's somewhere between captain and chief and he has he has authority over Aceveda um, hey, but not like all of the police so like uh yeah and he he's in with Vic uh which you you learn learned pretty pretty like uh quickly yes yeah and then 102 uh i have the captain wants justice uh, i can't even really remember what this was because i just watched a bunch of them in unison so 102 yeah. is called our gang following the shooting death of, of a police department informant asaveta turns up the heat in the investigation of mackie and his strike team oh yeah so this is just all uh aftermath of the pilot so uh i wrote initiations um because this one's all about julian too uh I re- I remember what happens in this. So the whole episode is uh Captain Aceveda trying to get um dirt on on Vic uh and trying to get everyone and this is where he meet. it talks like Ben and Ben's just like nah. He's like he's the best cop. He's like he's the best cop we have. He's like He gets
1: results.
2: He gets results, damn it. Uh and then they take out Julian and uh they force him to uh get some uh some uh oral uh, sexual intercourse from a lady at a bar and they all watch and laugh at him. Um and that's the initiation for him. And uh he he doesn't, Julian doesn't like it. He he feels pretty uncomfortable. Feels very very uncomfortable. He, he's a, he's, he is he is
1: a devout Christian.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh and he he's not into that. And then um what was I going to say? Uh one of the other beat cops who does this is Frank Grillo. Do you know Frank Grillo? Oh, yes, I it? do. Crossbones from the uh, mm-hmm. Captain America series. No, you you know Crossbones, Jerry. <sighs> I know
1: about that Crossbones. Uh,
2: so I, I don't have any other notes on this. I can't even. I think that was all. This episode was was just a lot okay. of um. I think it was just like F- fallout. Yeah, of the pilot. Yeah. yeah. So the, I put this episode's all right. Um, but the next one, I was really surprised at uh where they went with this one. Uh, so one oh three, uh the boys. Bet on the ball game, hat slash sperm fridge. So this episode, <laughs> this episode's called the spread. And uh, Jared, have you ever seen the movie called Celtic Pride? I have not. I, I watched this a couple months ago with uh, Dan Aykroyd and um, what's his name uh, from Daniel Stern. Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern, where they're Celtics fans and they kidnap Damon Waynes because he plays for the Jazz so that uh, the Celtics can win and go uh, win the finals. The boys do a Celtic pride on this. So this episode starts with a an cold open. They um, bust into a house of like three dudes uh, just like hanging out um, and they have like drugs out and guns and one of the guys is an NBA superstar and uh, Vic is just like, hey, he's in town tonight uh, to uh, play uh, for the playoffs. He's like, maybe we hold on to this guy.
1: Maybe he doesn't make it for time game. for the game. We can make some money on betting.
2: Yeah, which is the exact plot of Celtic pride. <laughs> there you go. Jarrett, it's the exact plot. <laughs> yeah. So um, so all of the, the strike team this whole episode is they're just like sitting in a hotel with the NBA guy because they don't want to let him leave, but they don't want to let him know that they don't want to let him leave yet, so they're doing that in this one. And then, uh, the uh... what I
1: vaguely remember is like, uh, a, a lot of uh, women are coming by to visit him, the, mm-hmm. the player. And I think Shane's, like, you know, hillbilly racism uh, starts to flare up, yep. yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 So a lot of, a lot of, uh, yeah, the uh, NBA guy is a black man and he's got, uh, some white women coming. And Shane is, uh, he's, he's a Georgia, uh, racist kind of. Yeah. So, uh, her, um, he, he gets mad and he, he fights him. Right. Uh, and then Vic gets called away, uh, and you get introduced to Connie. Ah, uh, yes. The street girl that Vic, uh, His contact. Vic tries to care, care for. Yeah. She's like an informant, but also like, uh, he, he, he seems like he's, he's just trying to help her. She's like a street lady who's got a kid and he he like gives her money. He's like, go home. He's like, buy some soup. She's like, take your, t- take your boy home some soup. He's like, you shouldn't be on the streets. Uh, so uh, it's like an informant, but like he, he does want to try to like um, help her out. So that's where Vic is in this episode. And then Claudette and Dutch, uh, they're investigating like a kind of another murder. And then they find the guy whose fridge is full of sperm, um, sperm fridge. You know what I mean? Sure. No. And this is the one uh, I sent one of these um, uh, screenshots into the Discord. Oh, there's
1: because isn't the thing where it's like I can't remember who's like at the fridge, but is it it's Danny or Dutch? It's Dutch. And he's like, oh, what's that? And it's like he goes to smell it, and he's like,
2: those are like something, but my those are my children. He said, "Don't." He's like, "Don't touch my children." And then, and he, then it drops like, it, ah.
1: and then the the jizz goes splashing everywhere on the floor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that happens and then Claudette is interviewing the guy and uh I, I've noticed that um so two things I noticed right away. So number one, Captain Aceveda is a hypocrite because he he needs Vic's help sometimes, but then he goes right back to trying to get Vic where you're like, All right. But then also Dutch, uh so Aceveda likes the way Dutch does things, but Dutch's interrogation is just like he'll go in there and he'd be like, Hey man, I'm the same I'm way. I'm just like you. <laughs> I do I do it too, dude. I'm I'm the same. way. He's like I shouldn't tell you this because I'm a cop, but I do that. You know that bad thing you do. I do
1: it too. Cop. Well, he's cops like... are well. See that's the thing. Cops are liars. They can lie because yeah. it's all about uh, getting you getting them to talk. Be your friend. And they'll say, yeah. hey, we can work on this. We'll get you out of this. I want to help you. And it's like no, they they don't. You said they convince them. They're a different kind yeah. of con confidence man.
2: So, that, so that's how Dutch always does it. And then in this one, Claudette, so she's talking to the guy and she's like, you really want a baby, eh? And she's like, you know, I've been looking for a strong white man to have a baby with. And he's like, really? He's like, all right, I'll admit to whatever you want. Just to give me that thing. He shouts at her, which I screenshotted and put on Discord. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Dutch is just like, you know, I don't know if this is the guy. He's like, I feel like someone else is killing these girls, which starts... A dutch uh, plot line for a while dutch is under the impression that um someone else is up to no good
1: well he's yeah they're trying to do like this because he fancies himself this you know profiler man, like manhunter mm-hmm. type type of level yeah, of yeah. Uh, detective
2: he thinks he is Yeah, he
1: fancies himself that i mean yeah. yeah
2: so this uh this episode uh i i didn't rate for a while this is like a two out of four because it's like just getting started progressing the story nothing nothing crazy has happened uh and then we get into some more stuff here jared so we get into 104 uh Vic's son bites his daughter's head (laughs) i gave it about a two out of four other things i have in this episode kids get ran over lots of dead dogs and then i put in uh, quotations because i kind of remember this they're talking to a spanish person and they go uh it goes i can sue you for much money Mucho dinero. And I went, hmm, interesting. <laughs> uh, this is called Dog Days, Summer Jert. Uh, a dispute over, not summer, I added that. A dispute over an up and coming singer's success erupts into a gang war that threatens to bring Vic down, too. A case that could help Asaveda's political future sends Dutch and Claudette searching for a missing day laborer. So there's two rappers. Mm-hmm. One is called like T-Bones. Yep. And then uh, there's another one. I can't remember. Uh, but uh, they're having a gang war and they're starting to fight each other. Uh, one of them kills the other guy's dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, a kid gets ran over at some point. And then uh, Vic's solution to this, because uh, these rappers are also. Is
1: it Rondell Robinson? Game.
2: Yeah, Rondell. Rondell. Because yeah. uh, Vic's are in the street or the rappers are in the street game a little bit too. So, uh, this is kind of the climax of the episode, but, like, one of the rappers is like, listen, Vic, I'll cut you in bigger, you just gotta take him out. And then the other guy's like, listen, Mackie, I'll cut you in big, you just gotta take T-Bones out. So what uh, Vic does is he goes <laughs> he goes down to the shipyard. Oh, he, fuck, this uh... is the fir-
1: this is like this early?
2: Oh, yeah, well, he goes down to the shipyard, and oh, he opens fuck. up a sea can, okay. and uh, he I pushes thought... them both in. I thought this came way later. No, he pushes them both in, and he's just like, whoever's still, uh, whoever is still alive in the morning, you're the one who controls the town. No, nope. uh, or not controls. He's like, you're the one that I back. And, and, and like, Cause, cause in Vic's out. mind, he's like, ah, they'll work things out. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you either work it out or in the morning, we'll see who's still here. And then in the morning he goes and then one man leaves and he's like, he's like, I told you he was a bitch. <laughs> and then he just walks away and you're, and then Vic looks at his, uh, his, uh, lamb and he's like, Oh shit. He's like, I thought they were going to talk. <laughs> So that's what happens in this one. Yeah. No. Mm. And then, was there anything else? Oh, yeah. Vic's son uh, bites his daughter on the head. Yeah. No. Which is a big thing because in 105, Vic's son has autism.
1: And it's never
0: going so, away.
2: And it's never going away. So, yeah, Vic's son's been acting weird. He bit his daughter on the head. And then in the next one, uh, uh, they diagnose him with autism. This episodes 105, Blowback. This is a good episode. This is also um, army Armenian cat dealer Borat guy. So you know the Borat guy? No. He's in this, and yep. he's an army Ar- Armenian drug dealer, but he's also a cat man. So he's got cats everywhere. Let me
1: tell you, which is Ar- pretty cool. Ar- Armenians they uh they they stick around the uh, the shield universe.
2: Oh yes, yeah. And uh, this is a good episode because this sets up basically what's gonna the a plot point for the next like the rest of the season almost. Right. Or for the next three, four episodes. So they, uh, Strike Team has, uh, they they've been watching these Armenians, and they're going to go in for a drug best, uh, drug bust. And then Aceveda is like, um, he's like, well, I'm sending in two, or I'm sending in some of uh, some other guys not on the squad. And Vic's like, that's what the point of the squad is. He's like, we're trained for this. He's like, these guys are going to get in the way. And he's Aceveda is like, no, they're coming with you, bud. <laughs> he's like, all right. So they go and they bust up the drug ring. And then uh, they are packaging things up and then two of the big bricks of cocaine get put in a separate bag and Shane takes them and then leaves and he's going to give them to the drug dealer because uh, the way they operate with the drug dealers is they, they supply them with the drugs that they steal from other drug dealers. And then, so it's all profit to the cops, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, as this is happening, uh, Julian, the big rookie cop, he uh, sees he, something. See, he, he sees it. And uh he is a strong Christian man, and uh he has to speak up because he doesn't feel right so he this uh Julian goes to Acevedo. he's like i saw it and he's like i i you have to look into this t- uh into the strike team because whatever they're doing is bad uh so this starts a internal affairs investigation Or actually I think it had already started at one point, but uh they're like um." They're looking into it again now with Julian's uh kind of testimony. And then like Danny is like she doesn't like Julian because he's he he's really standoffish and won't open up to her. And then I think it's an episode before this or it it, kind of peeks around, but in this one it really comes through. Julian is a a closeted um gay man and he feels really bad about it because he's a hardcore Christian and he doesn't want to be gay. Uh, and then in this episode is where he's, like, actually, like, kind of, uh, like, visiting another gay man, I guess I would say. Like, like he's, at first he fights it himself, but now he's, like, actually doing it. He just, he, he's still, like, trying to keep it a secret. And, like, he doesn't, like, he's, like, hiding it from himself, you know? Like, yeah. classic closeted Christian gay man stuff. Yeah. I would. So, uh, there's a reason I bring that up, because it's a plot point. Yes. Later. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Julian uh, sees that. And then on the way, so Shane's got the drugs and he's leaving. And then on his way, Shane stops to uh, uh, go for, like, um, a booty call. So he pops in at, into his girlfriend's house and uh, his car gets stolen. Uh, and so the strike team and Vic is like, are you fucking kidding, Shane? <laughs> like, you had two bricks of cocaine in there. Worth a lot of, like, 50 grand or something. So they have to try to find his vehicle and get the cocaine back. They find his vehicle. The cocaine is gone. And then uh, what you get from this is Acevedo, uh a girl st- stole the vehicle who they arrest. And um, Vic and Aceveda both try to interrogate her first uh, because um is like, I need you to say that you saw or that you took the drugs. We'll let you off because we're trying to get the cops. So they're setting this big thing up, Jared. Mm-hmm. And then Vic's kid has autism, which is a big plot point. Yep. So there's a lot going on. Oh, that's right. Sounds like it. Yeah. Especially in this next episode, 106, <laughs> The Shitters Flood.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh This episode is called Cherry Poppers. Uh, oh, it's one of the grosser episodes.
1: Uh, oh, there's more to come.
2: Well, yeah. This is early it, days. This... Yeah. yeah. What
1: What a title.
2: Yes. Yes, and that's that's what I mean. By oh,
1: that. this has got the great though of uh Shane, uh or Vic's face. <laughs> it's like you see his reaction <laughs> to like to, to to behind the screen, and oh, when uh, he's standing behind the, oh, the woman, yeah, you'd be like, oh man, Vic's gonna fuck somebody up.
2: So yeah, this is uh this episode they uncover another sex ring, Farm- and this is Farmington. We're...
1: What a place!
2: Yeah, it's uh. It's like an Asian nightclub yeah. where they're uh, like, it's just Asian girls, but with like white guys who go and they watch. And it's <laughs> these young women, these young girls who are there and they just get beat up basically and get recorded getting beat up. Um, so what, one of these girls ends up dead and then they start looking into this and they're like, well, so, is like this, this place is like a business. They need to keep the girls alive. So somebody else had to have killed her. So then this is where Dutch is just like, like I was telling you guys this, like four episodes. There's ago. a serial like, killer. There. There's a serial killer out there preying on these young girls. Um, so uh, Dutch is building that case, and then in the meantime, they're trying to shut down this, uh, this like illegal sex, uh, slave ring, and that's where they call in Vic, because they're like, all right, Vic, you come in and do your thing, and so uh, they get one of the, this old lady who's like in charge of the place, and he's like, I'm gonna put the video on he's like and if we have to stop watching this or he's like if if we don't stop before it's over he's like You're, i don't know he he tells this old lady he, he's going to beat her up basically <laughs> so yeah that's where he's like standing behind her and the video is playing and he's he's having a hard time No. so uh and then uh, i'm seeing in the imdb thing here it says julian decides to bring down vic for stealing drugs so this is where uh julian goes and good ass then. down yeah yeah, they, they they try for a while, so they go to they go to set this up. But the big thing in this episode is that um, it is more or less confirmed that, that there is a man out there who is uh, uh, serial killing young girls. Yeah, and the the shitters flood, which is a, a big thing too. So all mm-hmm. the toilets flood and there's shit everywhere. That happens. Which is pretty cool. And uh, that's the first half of the first season. And I don't know. I could keep going.
1: Could. But it, it's uh, times a ticking.
2: Times a ticking. I mean, next week is not supposed to be as hot. So we could probably record for a lot longer next that's week.
1: True, that's true. And maybe you'll have more episodes to delve into.
2: Oh, yeah. Next next and Wednesday, se- season... rain.
1: Yes, right. Season...
2: So it would be nice and cool.
1: And we'll have your takes on season two. So uh,
2: maybe that maybe that'll be a good place to start There's some uh, some, some
1: pretty uh, a good villain in season two.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't started yet, so nope. it'll be. Uh, I, I don't know what's coming. I just know how this one ends. So that's a good that's a good taste out there, and we'll see we'll see what people think. Do they like this? Do they like? Do the they shield? want? Yeah. Does this need to be Patreon exclusive? <laughs> who, who knows? It, it
1: might be. It might turn into that.
2: We'll get we'll give them a taste. Yeah. We'll give them a taste. Give them a taste. So, uh, Cool. So let's just say that Vic and the boys are uh, they're doing things.
1: No. Nope.
2: They're definitely doing things, Jordan.
1: So when you watch these, do they open up with a previously on the shield? Uh, when, when you're watching the episodes, or do they just start cold?
2: Not, they start Okay, no, pre- no previously. In,
1: that's interesting because uh, that was one of the defining features of the DVDs is like every episode started with previously on the shield. <laughs> Even I, though I you're mean, watching, it, it but there is some stuff uh, that becomes so unintentionally hilarious when they're looping on like the previously. Yeah, because there's like these yeah. bits that they show over and over again. These particular lines of like horrific scenes that of things that happen to characters, uh, mm-hmm. and they become funny so there's certain things and maybe that'll be like later on in season two maybe they're like they keep those in and you'll be like yeah. oh that's the recap of where things are because yeah I'm jumping in on this show mid-season
2: yeah maybe it's just just not a thing yet
1: maybe but... maybe yeah yeah good well
2: I mean uh-huh. I'll check it out yeah but uh yeah so that's first uh and whenever we start a new show I think introducing the characters always takes, uh, a, takes long... a while yeah so does it does yeah, so, so that's the first half of the uh the first season
1: my dudes Out, outstanding outstanding uh hey you got any news rj because i do i got those criterions that are announced for october hey, what you got well um we got look don't look now coming to 4k we got video videodrome coming to 4k it's oh, cool something that people want Uh, we have a Todd Browning box set of freaks, the unknown and the mystic coming out with a cool cover. Pretty good. Freaks is cool. I like that. I like like that. That's in there.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, we have a movie. I don't know. Uh, the innocent. What year is this from 2022? That's why I don't know what it is from director. Mm -hmm. Um, Lewis Carroll. No bears. Um, Mm it's from Jafar Banahi. Um, of course. Ooh, no, no, everyone knows no bears. These are like Yan. These are Jana's contemporaries. Are these actually part of the collection proper? Are they not labeling these things clearly anymore?
2: Probably. Oh fuck!
1: EO, the uh, Jersey Skolomowski film.
2: That, well, of course, Skolomowski. That, EO.
1: That's also new. But we have the others. The yeah. others, R.J. with Nicole Kidman. The others. The others. With uh the Alejandro Amenbarbar, Barbar.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And...
2: I've always said big guy. And big we, fan.
1: And we got Nanny. Yeah, these are like... Are these all part of the Criterion? Already? Uh, Contemporary. So n- I don't know. It's very confusing. It's not...
2: Probably. I'd have to actually
1: look at the spine numbers. 1196. Or we're getting a whole shit ton of movies slammed. No? Yeah, some, actually, they don't have spine numbers on the contemporary movies.
3: Damn it. Confusing me. What are they doing? Anyways. Any other news? Um I mean no. Oh.
1: Very well then. Um I guess we have a movie to talk about. Sure we do. In great length.
2: Great length. Of course.
1: After the break, we're gonna go hitchhiking and have encounters with, I don't know, weird people.
2: Negative encounters?
1: Yes, some positive, some negative. Okay. Is it the devil? I don't know. Kind guy Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty The sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination
0: under the Milky Way Tonight
1: Lower the curtain Down in Memphis
0: Lower the curtain down All right I got no time For private consultation Under the Milky Un film comment Mais regardez, quand le diable prend la forme d'un loup, par exemple, ben il est un loup. Mais il est toujours le diable. Comique Oui. Et non. Je ne suis pas venu sur la terre pour apporter la paix. Mais le glaive
2: Révolutionnaire, oui. Et non.
0: Monsieur, la charité. Tu as de l'argent Non, monsieur, non.
2: Alors tu n'auras rien,
0: rien du tout. Tenez, on est pressé. Ironique Oui, et non.
2: T'as de l'argent.
0: On a même de l'or.
2: On voir. Mystique
0: Oui. Et non.
2: Tiens, tu saignes encore de l'oreille Cruelle Oui. Et non. Je vous trouve très belle.
3: Vous êtes gentille, je vous remercie.
0: Insolite Oui. Et non. Prenez une prostituée et faites des enfants de prostitution.
1: Je voudrais que tu me fasses un enfant.
0: Pourquoi paraît que votre femme attend encore un enfant. Comme on n'est pas riche, on n'en rate pas une. Audacieux Oui. Et non.
2: Ah, s'il existe, ton Dieu, que je le hais. Provoquant Oui, car c'est un film de Louis Buñuel.
1: And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about the Milky Way from 1969, directed yeah. by Louis Bunuel.
3: Yeah.
1: A synopsis from Letterboxd. No tagline. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Two drifters go on a pilgrimage from France to Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Along the way, they hitchhike, beg for food, and face the Christian dogmas and heresies from different ages. Wow! Uh, if yeah. anyone, if anyone can make this interesting, it's my boy Louis Benwell, who I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of. I like Louis Benwell. You're a bunhead. I'm a bunster.
2: Okay, interesting. I, I,
1: I like Louis Benwell as much, as much as much as I love Colin Bun.
2: Really. Yeah, no That's pretty high praise from you, dude.
1: Hey, as I've said before, I have I actually have read Louis Benwell's autobiography. I uh, love the this, bunsters. The, I've no hasn't made it yet, I don't think.
2: But too too much, too many big things still maybe, to Maybe
1: come. the maybe the House of Penance is uh his autobiography. I didn't even know it.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Anywho, so the Milky Way. What is the Milky Way? Uh I don't know. I, I like the French title. La voix,
2: I mean, that's kind of cool, yeah.
1: La voix, lacte. Right, right. Right, 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 Devin. He's listening.
2: Tout de front. Oh,
1: oui. Mm. This is uh, the. called The Milky Way the first in a trilogy about the search for truth. We've seen the other two films. We've seen The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie, and we've seen The Phantom of Liberty.
2: You you can't just say anything's a trilogy just because you want to.
1: This uh, what like uh Lars Von Ture does?
2: Yeah, he's like this is a trilogy. Why? What if you have a trilogy the... of
1: like sub trilogies? Like you have like a trilogy of like your third film is actually also the first film in another trilogy? Is that allowed? Is that legal?
2: Um, which trilogy? And any trilogy? <laughs> is uh, it I'm,
1: that one? I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the Incel trilogy.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. With, uh, uh, what streaming service would that play on?
1: <laughs> I feel like uh, that's, that's got to be Crave, right?
2: That's a, that's a Crave. Yeah. yeah.
1: The Crave's cornered the incel dollar
2: for sure. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So uh, the Milky Way, it's in reference to the, the pilgrimage guidance point of the stars. You look for sure. the Milky Way, a.k.a. it's the Way of St. James. Sure. Um. Yeah, and then you have these uh these religious pilgrim types. They make their pilgrimage from Northern Europe to Spain,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where uh, at the very beginning of this film, uh, we get a little like info dump about the, the where the bones of Saint James were being kept, and then they were mm-hmm. hidden away for a while, and they were accidentally found, and then there's a the whole thing about the the Pope, uh, the, the papacy. Uh, they were trying to they well they had to confirm it. Pope the grand shit. Pape, Catholic, Catholic pope shit man this is okay. what this movie's all about What do you about. need to know about I can tell you anything no, I don't I don't want to know I don't want to know well, gonna, I, I was, this movie quick conversation, like then. this movie this movie showed me more than I wanted to know
2: of the papacy so,
1: Yeah of all wow. of it you can get the pope get gunned down off camera the pope who's being played by Louis Benwell isn't that incredible the drunk oh, wow. himself like, he went there he went there
2: I mean Last time we saw that, that was, was a while ago.
1: Archie, would you describe this film as uh, Picard-esque?
2: I, I thought it was Bunwell-esque, to be honest. It, what, oh, was that too? Yeah, it was Bunwell-esque. Yeah. But not Bun- really bunwell or,
1: or Bunwellian.
2: Yeah, some some have said Bunwellian.
1: So, yeah, there's a divide. Of the There's the... <laughs> the, the, Bun, the Bun, Bun, Bunwell-esque and the Bunwellian and the uh, camps, yeah.
2: But it is a clear divide, make no mistake.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of blood spilled on that conflict, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is a movie about a whole bunch of nonsense. Two guys are hitchhiking down the road in modern times of 1969. Mm-hmm. Um, younger guy, older guy, guy at the beard, which uh, gets talked about just for a moment. Uh, and they meet ver- a variety of surrealist type of situations, but they're also sure. allegorical. Uh, there's a dude with a cape. The whole time, I kept thinking, like, is this is this actor playing the same character, and this is one actor playing multiple characters? Because everybody kind of looks, everybody looks the same in this movie. It kind of blur. It really does start get confusing. I'm like, I have no idea. Um, this this was brought to you by uh, Tubi. <laughs>
2: Uh, yes, yes, and I gotta say, man, Tubi is like it's pretty incredible. Like I don't think I had a commercial for forty minutes.
1: Yeah, I know, me neither. But this this uh transfer, fresh from cheesy flicks, yeah, uh, left a lot to be desired, which I don't I, think yeah. helped help the film in its viewing because it was murky full frame. The subtitles were just a little delayed. Um. I did find another version of this, like, on, like, an open stream site, and it looked way better, but there was no subtitles. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. I guess back to cheesy flicks transfer, I suppose. Wait, you did uh,
2: have subtitles?
1: Oh, I did, but not, oh, on okay. the, not on not on a version that was
2: better. I see, so, I see. Right, I
1: was stuck with the the Tubi version, which, I mean, hey, I'm not going to balk at it. And they had the, the um, tasteful commercials, I guess, for what yeah, it is, for what it's worth. Did...
2: You just get one for like oh. a, Kia, a Kia like, car once in a while yeah. or like coffee or something, and then you're just like, cool.
1: So, this movie is like an hour and 40 minutes, but man, this takes this take some time to get through.
2: How many days for you?
1: It was an evening.
2: A single watch?
1: Yeah, it was like a, but I, I would say that this hour 40 minute movie took like three hours to get through.
2: Uh, yeah, I understand what you mean.
1: Yeah, a lot of interruption, I felt. Yeah, a lot of other things were just getting my attention over this. Because, yeah, um, uh, once you've done this Catholic thing of, like, a send-up of Catholicism, and I don't know, maybe there's a couple things that resonated with me in terms of, like, you know, uh, imagining the being in Europe and being in the face of this, like, I don't know, the... This shambling empire of like what the the church was at one point at its height in terms of like mm-hmm. its power dominating uh the entire like continent of europe and it's like everywhere you look there's these you know massive structures uh all to the same thing um and you go huh so like in the, by nineteen sixty nine you have like the hippies who are kind of dropping in out of this, and people are starting to like um. Uh, lose a bit of interest. Like I, th- I feel like its grasp is starting to be shaken a bit, especially mm-hmm. with uh, the downturn of sort of... a uh, We're in the post-colonial phase, I guess. Like Colonies are uh, being dropped uh, and these countries are losing control and they're losing access to just constant... All the money, all the money that comes with that and the resources to keep up on those things and the church is starting to lose some of its uh, resources even though it retains a lot of it to this day. But it's like this weird like... Infrastructure that exists still, and in this period of time, I mean, clearly the messages of this movie probably resonated with people far more in such a way that it would be very controversial, very upsetting. And now it seems like a real weak sauce. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's not like I'm all like, huh, yeah, I mean, people say this stuff all the time. This isn't really going on, in, uh, on an edge here, and like this movie might have been a little bit more, uh, like. Um, I don't controversial, I guess. Then it is erotic. Now. Erotic. It might have definitely been erotic. This movie is very unerotic.
2: Yeah, uh, not so not very Bunwell esque.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not at all. i have said. So yeah, it's just these like little anecdotes about these guys go c- catching rides, upsetting rides, meeting children that can stop cars, um, and then we get flashbacks to various points in time of mm-hmm. Bi- Bible times. Uh, with mm. with uh, very cheap looking uh costumes at times, which I mean, whatever, it's fine. It's pageantry. Mm-hmm. Um, um and then you get like uh real very uh, shapely European ladies uh mm-hmm. in, in a hippie Jesus bent up. I don't know. Again, I have no context for any of this stuff, can and you, I feel can like you
2: just, can you describe what you mean by shapely?
1: Shapely, uh, like basically, it's like you know, models, dancers, and stuff like that, okay. Uh, but they're all like you know, these are the I don't know, they're wearing Bible clothes, okay. But like, it it seems like this is definitely where it'd be like this would be the uh, about as sexy as this film ever gets. We are like, well, look at look Mm. at look look at these young ladies, um, and they're like performing out because you know, this isn't about worship, baby. out out here in the woods it's It's about boning down in the woods oh wow new new age christianity and it's just using using religion to meet chicks that that's about that's about as crazy as it gets here
2: oh wow okay
1: uh so these guys are wandering about um you get a scene where you get like whoa they come across a kind of like a roadside pub and there's inside there's like a police chief talking to a priest Mm-hmm. And of course, when the the two plebs come and ask a question of the priest, the cop tosses him out. This idea of access, I suppose, to to spirituality being policed by the police and getting thrown out because you're not the poor, not allowed to have access. It's some um, real social justice on display. Is and it? and then of course the 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 priest is a crazy person who gets picked up by uh, people working at a sanitarium. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I don't know. Is this supposed to be funny? I'm not sure.
2: Um,
1: because it doesn't. It's not. It is everything about the presentation of this, though. On top, like on being on dubi in this like shambly looking version, there is times where this movie reminds you of a horror movie, like in a like a Spanish horror film. Uh, but it never. At times, it feels. It looks like one. It looks cheap. Um, and the weird costumes. You're like, oh, is this like a period drama about the witch hunts? That sounds cool, but it's not. <laughs> it, it's just like, oh, here's some ideas. It's been, well, uh, at, you know, probing at the edges of spirituality in the modern times. And who, uh, but it's left with you being like, well, if I don't care about this, who cares at all? Like, I don't know. It, if you don't, if you're not invested in the subject matter, this is some impenetrable crap. And Describe What uh,
2: you mean by impenetrable?
1: Impenetrable crap. I, it means nothing to me. Okay. Like, no, these aren't topics of any import to me at all. Uh, I'm looking for uh, something to draw draw me in. You know, I'm of. I, I was going to say though, the guy playing Jesus. It's like was this Willem Dafoe's dad? He's got the same weird like kind Ooh. of uh, oh his like lower jaw is kind of pronounced.
2: He's got a little bit. He's yeah, so he's got a little,
1: he's, got, he's, got, he's got a little bit of that Dafoe going on
2: uh willem that willem Defoe.
3: so uh what was i thinking of oh there's like this whole bit where you know we have
1: like a a scene from catholic history of you know some asshole uh intern or de-interning some bones of another pope and they're like, this guy said this. He didn't believe in the Holy Spirit, so we got to destroy those bones, which is like a Catholic thing. These guys were fucked up. These people. Yeah, are... I've
2: never heard of this before.
1: Oh yeah, this is like. I mean, I don't know if you've ever looked through the list of popes and seen how they died. Have you ever done that before? It was I a, it that? A... You should. It's 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 kind of hilarious because uh, there's a lot lot of murdered popes. They're murdering each other constantly. Mm. Yeah, popes are bad people. Uh turns out power and authority uh, don't mix. And I think the new pope the, 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 is
2: pretty groovy, though.
1: He Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they've mellowed out a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, back in the old days, oof, and there was like no police. <laughs> it's like you just yeah. uh, uh, poison him, club them to death. And then when you don't like what a previous pope said about their particular interpretation about one particular passage, you just like take their bones out of it and then burn them and destroy their bones because that's going to get them. Mm -hmm. Which again, you're just like, huh, this is pretty fucked up if you believe all this. And people are very extremely into their religion. Uh, Which again, like I like that idea of depicting it that way, which I guess Mm -hmm. is like, but it's not the film here he's making. Like he's just, Bunuel doesn't want to make that movie. That's not the type of filmmaker he was at all. And so this is just like him figuring out his own like issues with I guess his uh, probably Catholic upbringing and seeing how it was treated, like how it was in the world and like his experience in it. But it's very confused. It doesn't feel focused at all. This is like definitely one of the worst Benwell movies I've seen. Um, Just in sure. terms of like not engaging with the subject matter, but I'm like, I could get into this. I, I like like religious history um, handled in a particular way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but this is not it. So, I don't know, there's this bit where these two guys who are like, who want to split hairs about holy ghosts and whatnot, mm-hmm. how they're all God, and these guys are saying, no, no, there's th- th- there's three, there's one, th- there's thirds of God, and that's the only real interpretation. They say this, and it's like, seize them, as they run away into the woods, and they come across some contemporary, so there's flashbacks, flash forwards, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. They come across some hunters, and they just like switch like they're the same guys, but they just switch places, and then you get some contemporary bits of them hunting, and they come across a rosary, and they blow it away with a rifle. But this evokes Mary to show up and hand it to him, and he's like, "Hey,
2: look at that! It's a Mary. Look at she's so beautiful."
1: But they're French, um,
2: not Italian. Not Italian. So she's would safe ju- then.
1: She's safe for now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, and and then. I don't know, Bible Jesus stuff. This movie just blurs. None of it matters. Mm-hmm. Um you have guys like P- named Pierre and guys named Jean. Um Jean Luc. Du- yeah. Dumont. Duval du- du- Dumont du- Duval. Duval. Dumont.
2: Duval. Mm-hmm. And if 'cause
1: there's these moments though where you're like, Oh, this could be like kind of like um a, a Beckett. It's like a waiting for Godot kind of thing where these characters oh, are just yeah. gonna keep wandering and wandering. That's that's kinda cool. And then it's not. And then you get these side stories of interactions of characters and you're just like, eh,
0: hmm.
1: get on with it. Yeah. And I get there's like this whole depiction of heresies in the Catholic Church, but boy, oh boy, if you have no cultural frame of reference for this stuff, this movie's not helping you. And it's not making it interesting or funny. It's just, or like thought provoking. It's just like, huh, oh, yeah. And here's some stuff with Jesus. And it looks like real cornball. <laughs>
2: Cornball, or
1: I think this is for the real. Um, well, as Wikipedia put it, the highly indie, uh, idiosyncratic film originally met with limited success. In the 21st century, it is very well regarded amongst film enthusiasts and critics. No, no quotation for that. No cite. Not a single citation for that claim. Just film
2: there. enthusiasts.
1: Film Dang. enthusiasts.
2: Interesting. Can we can we take that that this podcast is for fil- film enthusiasts? That's what Reddit,
1: That's what Reddit's for. Ah, shit. Yeah, we're, right but there. were you busting a gut, RJ, during that sword duel between Wait. a Jesuit and a Jansenist? And then as they're making lances, they would talk like Bible shit to one another. Did, did you like really go? Oh man, you went there.
3: Benwell. well. Or did you go I don't I could be watching the shield. What's I could be um, watching Vic
1: Mackey uh handle matters.
2: How would Vic Mackey handle this situation?
1: <laughs> See what the hell are you watching this crap for?
2: And then well, what what but what if he was in the movie? What if you could add Vic Mackey to this movie, how do you think that it would change the He'd
1: he'd say, I'm a different kind of apostle.
2: Hmm ba ba bang a bang a bang dig dig it's good stuff <laughs> anyway yeah, good stuff.
1: yeah uh miss milky way hard pass yeah well, rj hard what pass, did you, what did hard oh. time <laughs> what did you think of the milky way as a big oh. Catholic boy
2: oh man this is the first one in a long time that was really it took me a, a lot of um inner drive uh ambition (laughs) motivation dedication uh dissipation uh circumcision and stuff like that it took a lot to get me to finish this film jared
1: yeah that That last um yeah the last i don't know actually the whole thing is pretty rough i think it starts off like fine yeah and then it just keeps going and you realize it's never going to change gear But we're gonna spend more time with these scenes, or oh, here's a bit where like a like a libertine atheist is going to like is torturing this like I don't know fourteen year old girl into believing God doesn't exist, and you're like, see, this is why you must believe in Jesus, Mm -hmm. indeed, and you're like, whatever, like
3: Mm -hmm. (sighs) if
2: all I know is that um I didn't want to watch this movie when I was watching it.
1: Yeah, that's good. Like, that's fair.
2: This is one of the ones where if not oh. contractually obligated, I would have turned off after probably 15 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> well, this is you know, you could just like pop out the the old phone, which I'm sure yeah. you probably did and just start scrolling and look it's up just, every it's look, look over with everyone's know. I know. It's
2: e- it's easier when there's English cuz then I don't feel bad like I'm missing anything. But uh it is it's definitely harder with subtitles. Um The other thing, too, as much as I love Tubi, one thing that I've I think that we we've mentioned, but like, I don't I don't know if I've mentioned how how funny it is that this is a thing that exists. But Tubi doesn't have a speed for playback, but Criterion Channel does where you can throttle your speed to 1.5 speed or two two times speed. You could
1: even slow it down.
2: You could slow it down. But I I do think it's funny that Criterion Channel designers were like, yeah, you guys might want to watch this movie at time and a half because uh, otherwise you're not going to watch this movie. Yeah,
1: modern tastes have changed.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think there is there is nothing in this movie that made me mad where I was just like, like, I hate this. I was just I was incredibly bored the entire time. Um, I (laughs) is how I could best describe it. Uh, I think I know what he was going for, but like at sometimes I was like, not like lost, but I I was kind of just like, where are we right now? Like in terms of this movie, you know? It's like I know that these guys are drifting, and like some of the things they see are like real, and they're like conversations about things, and then some of the things they see, it's like, did that happen? And it's like Mm -hmm. I get it, but like. I don't know. I don't need. I don't need to be handheld either. Like I'm not saying that. It's just there. It was very easy for this movie to just get lost at times, and it's just like, all right. Like I don't know. Maybe Bunwell would have been better as like, like a painter or something. Oh,
1: he's made good movies though. This one. I
2: mean, yeah, he has. Um, in terms of all like what this movie is actually about, like the Catholic stuff, like I didn't really care to be honest. <laughs> I was just. Like I had no feeling for strong feelings for or against it. I was just like Alright, like I mean, this is how I feel with a lot of these criterion movies at this point where this one was about Catholic stuff. We could watch another one that could be about feudal Japan and I'd just be like <clears throat> It's like, yeah, I get you have something to say, but uh I don't know if I'm I don't know if I care whether your thing is pro or like con against this thing, you know. Uh,
3: but
1: the uh, there is uh, no faith without mystery.
2: No faith without mystery.
3: That's right. What would it be?
2: Um, I don't know, Jer. I don't know. Traveling, like, I mean, I, th- I see, I see why this is a Criterion movie. Traveling hobo men who meet like God and the devil, and you know blind people and stuff and uh it's like yeah i see why this is right up their alley but um at the same time i don't care <laughs> you know you know no. you just yes. you, like i don't know people will be like man you guys don't like anything it's like well no this is just it's just not really interesting hmm.
3: you know Let's find uh, people who agree with us.
2: Okay, sure.
1: What do we got here? Uh, we've got Rowan Harper. Sure, we do. Using a, a John Candy as their oh? uh, avatar, the most obnoxious movie.
2: Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know if it's obnoxious, but um, Rowan is. Lover of all things film, aspiring film and theater director, producer.
1: Oh, sound pretty enthusiastic.
2: And performer. Okay. I love all genres, but I have an affinity for movie musicals.
1: How about Kobe Rules, who I know has appeared before?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've seen Kobe before.
1: If you like tedious arguments between the various sects of Christianity and pontifications about the power of the Catholic Church and its methods of doctrinal enforcement, you'll love this film.
2: This is the person who says uh, in their bio, so one star and up are all some degree of I liked it. So one star means that they liked it. <laughs> right.
1: How about Joju Ju- Juju Abraham? Goo Abraham. How, these are all have been half stars, folks. Benwell wanted to make a film that decries Christianity. The result is a sacrilegious rant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
2: Ju- uh, Gugu Ju is a former film critic, nineteen seventy eight to eighty five. Of Hindustan Times Group, New Delhi, India. Earned top reviewer badge from imdb.com and two other badges since. Wow. (laughs) Uh,
1: I like like Dan, one star.
2: uh Uh-huh.
1: I frankly don't think this is a very enlightening movie. The constantly shifting settings and characters, all proclaiming basically the same thoughts, just felt like watching a vortex. It looks interesting on the surface, but you realize it's ultimately just a spiral into nothing. It's an experimental film of two men on religious pilgrimage. The film cuts between multiple time periods and characters, but every scene is still conversations about the Catholic Christian God and or Jesus. The issue is none of these conversations are very interesting or insightful. Most of them could be summed up with Person A, God doesn't exist, or I have a question about the faith. Person B, God exists. Don't question anything. Only idiots and bad men do so. Person A, ah, I see thanks anyone who makes a point against religion is portrayed as villain anyone for the religion makes no points at all this is this in itself could be seen as a satire religion i suppose but is that the only point of this exercise ultimately it's too aloof and cold for me to care enough to deeply evaluate it
2: well let me tell you about dan dan uh Logic, uh, he, he is a logical person by nature and while he loves movies, he can't help getting annoyed when movies pay no attention to detail. Or they don't follow the rules of their own world. Thus, he takes these things into account when assessing each film.
1: Ah, this is a person that might be very obsessed about plot
2: holes. I I I I, I think maybe. I think it's possible. So that's good. That's cool. You know.
3: Indeed, indeed.
1: Who do you think's dropping five stars on this bad boy?
2: Uh, people that. Not the most. Well, okay.
1: Here, how about Terry Malloy? Five stars. Who but cinema's greatest trickster could make this mischievous dissection of dogma, acting as a precursor of Life of Brian? At times emulating the Canterbury Tales narrative, Benwell's depiction of an overlong pilgrimage is negated by the discovery that the site doesn't house St. James. But a Priscillian's body in the final act becomes copulating with a probable prostitute. Hilarious and Uh, (laughs) thought-provoking.
2: Terry, every film is worth five stars when it begins. What happens over the course of it is what determines how many stars it loses.
1: God damn it. No, you know what? Uh, I like Dave Meltzer's approach with uh, rating wrestling matches. Uh, every oh, yeah. every wrestling match starts at two stars.
2: Oh, yeah. And it can yeah. go up or down? Well, yeah. How many? Two out of what? How many stars, though? Five. Two out of five. Two out of five?
1: No. I think that makes way more sense than five stars deduct.
2: Yeah, well, this person, two of this person's favorite films are Quiet on and Night of the Hunter, also. So,
1: okay, well, they're just the the worst, yep. worst Malloy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: about John Ruffo, Christianity on Acid, <laughs> the real adaptation of competing uses and misuses of the Bible, like crunching and compressing and displacing two thousand years of history, and the number of times someone says, "Now, wait a minute." What's that mean? Art of follow or even stomach at times. But hey, it's been well. Magical mystery tour of the empty tomb of Jesus,
3: y'all. I mean. Insufferable.
2: Which one was that? John John, John Ruffalo.
3: Yeah.
1: John Ruffio. F- friends with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, on, okay. On, on strike.
2: No favorite films, no bio. Only 12 films logged ever.
1: And this is one of them.
2: This is one of them.
1: Those are my favorite people to stumble across.
2: Yeah, I mean, their other films, too, are like Barbarian, Glass Onion, The Favorite, Phantom Thread. And then this film, for some reason. Mm. Shit. It's interesting.
1: Interesting. That that's, that's good enough for me, I think. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck this stuff.
2: Yeah, we're okay. Any final thoughts on uh, The Milky Way? Uh, mostly, like I said earlier, mostly I just thought it was really boring.
1: Like Milky Way, more like Go Away.
2: Wow. (laughs) Wow. Did you review it like that? I have not. Hey, where would you put this between W.C. Fields and something (laughs) like... Like Six Shorts? Yeah, uh, the Six Shorts. Six Shorts, not Bank Dick. The Six Shorts at W.C. Fields... And something like Gertrude. Oh God! Like I don't know. I I think it's I think the W C Field Shorts are better. Yeah,
1: I know. I agree. Milky Way is definitely in Gertrude area. Like that's it's the in zone. Gertrude
2: area. Yeah, yeah. I think. What about? I think.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they put if else where that sinks Gertrude or not. Um. Yeah. What Gertrude, about? Man.
2: Okay. What about well, between my meat theater? And uh, Pandora's <laughs> box.
1: Uh, I think it's worse than those, but I think my meteor is below Pandora's box.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My meteor is terrible. Yeah, I have it. I have Pandora's box uh, ahead of my meteor, and okay. then I have all the double uh, WC fields in between.
1: <laughs> oh, I see the buffers of like these are short films I had to watch. I can't wait to watch the ballet. Like productions in like a. We got few a weeks. ballet. We got three ballets to watch.
2: Okay, here's my last question. Okay. I don't. I, I'm gonna ignore the ballet thing completely. What about? Okay, I'm gonna put that in mind. Yeah. What about between La La and La Ventura?
1: Oh God. Um. I remember, yeah, I know. I know the, the, the a movie the,
2: the, called La Clice.
1: Yeah, you, you do. It's Antonio. Oh. They're all. They're, they're both of those are Antonio.
2: Oh, I see.
1: Like, it's just as, I mean, it's worse, I think, because the, for me, it's the actual presentation on Tubi makes it worse than those movies. Because like, at least La Ventura and the like, least you can watch on the channel and they look good, but they're yeah. boring as well.
2: But. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about Crazed Fruit and uh, Pitfall?
3: Ooh, I think it might
1: be. <laughs> I was gonna say better because I really did not. Well, Crazefruits fruits,
2: awful. Craze fruit is shit.
1: Yeah, that was really bad. Okay, I got one for you. Better or worse than Night on Earth.
2: Uh, if this is in your 100 list, there I think they go side by side for some. Well, reason, but I don't know which ones ahead. Which,
1: which, yeah, which ones ahead? You know what? I'm gonna put Night on Earth because at least because it's,
2: an, it's it's. It small, has one, one English one, segment
1: one, two, to it. Two, 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 no, two. It's got two. Yeah. What are you talking? <laughs> New, New York and Los Angeles. Oh,
2: that's true. That's true. Why? Well, I, and I the, mean, and, and it, it also
1: has the universal love or language of laughter with Roberto Benini.
2: Uh, of course, of course, and his wacky stories. Am I right? <laughs> so
1: funny. Uh, yeah, Milky Way is wacky. below. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it below Night on Earth. Yeah. Even, even though it's like the drizzling shits, so that's good. Yeah. 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 It's great. So, what, what a way to kick off four hundreds. We got
2: good time to end
1: 51. it. One. oh man we got some well you know what though like in like just over a month uh we can talk about days of heaven that's a good movie
2: days of heaven's a good movie
1: yeah
2: yeah. you know where that was filmed
3: uh smallville
2: smallville but which country which province
3: creep Valley. oh my god good good awesome
1: Well, well until then though after the break hmm it turns out the end of the podcast wasn't the bones of a dead man after all it was what? it was the friends we made along the way oh like I the, see like the, the dudes in the capes and the shoes of the dead person we took off the guy in the car that crashed oh big questions big questions answered on this podcast and on discord that's huge the biggest like god-sized RJ, why was this film afraid to ask the real question of what does God need with a starship?
2: What about what if God was one of us?
1: Just a slob like one of us.
2: What about a stranger on a bus?
1: Emailing to a pod their
2: thoughts. Hey, I forgot the big news. The prime minister's getting divorced.
1: Is that news?
2: Well, yeah, because uh, Oliver Granger asked me if he can't keep his marriage together, how, how is he supposed to keep this country together? <laughs> uh-huh. And, and as part of the Commonwealth, I feel like he's entitled to that, you know? Is he? Yeah. Well, he's part of the Commonwealth, so... <laughs>
1: uh. yeah. yeah. Stuff. I, I, so he didn't write about the third indictment of Donald Trump?
2: No, no. Well, I mean... No one cares I, about that. Honestly, like, no, no I, one cares, don't, because, I don't care about that. Because, like, you know you know why? Like, I, I said this, like, before he got elected, every single week, this is the scandal. This is going to be the one that gets him. They're finally going to get him. And then it was like, nope, got elected. Once he was elected, oh, he's getting impeached. This is the thing that's finally going to get him. Nope, he's fine. Like, it will never end. They'll never ne- get him. It, it,
1: No, it never ends.
2: They'll never get him. No. And I, I'd be happy to be wrong, but... I, but
1: but 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 when people get divorced or separated or whatever, that's that's what people are like. Oh my goodness, He's
2: a fucking world leader, and he can't even keep his shit together.
1: Like, <laughs> the only one ever.
2: Nobody expects us to withhold things like this, but like yeah. he is, he's a world leader. Wow,
1: indeed. Uh, anywho. You can email us at criterioncrews@gmail.com and ask for our thoughts on people's lives.
2: World leaders. It's,
1: we've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterbox. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barn Loaf. We're
2: on Frontside.
1: Theater, Scoots, um, Backpage, Craigslist, uh, we Sound, are... SoundCloud. Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher Stitcher exists Stitcher. iTunes Goggle Pulley goggle,
2: goggle Pulley We're on X
1: We're on X uh, yeah, no. We're on X we're, okay, on well, I guess. we're on Threads
2: We're on Threads uh, yeah. we're, we're also on um, The Shield Reddit uh, Talking about aspect ratios We are So if anyone's interested in that We're there
1: You know, what, that's, you know what's happening next week RJ? Watching another movie that no one cares about. Oh. Carlos Saura's *Crea Cervos* from 1976.
2: Is it on the channel at least?
1: Let's find out. Let's see here. See what happens when I look it up. What do you think? What are the odds?
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that nobody even has a copy of this movie ever, so it's gonna be the. Ah,
1: oh, there it is. Oh, an hour and fifty minutes. On the channel. Yeah, it's got, like, a child's head in the picture, too.
2: What is this uh, movie called? Korea
1: Servos. He's from Spain.
2: I'll look it up another
1: day. Hey, hey, it's been heralded as a turning point in Spain. Like, a turning
2: point. Turning point of what?
1: I don't know. No one knows.
2: Like, Turning Point USA? Because that's bad. Oh,
1: shit. Oh, this is it's uh... a... <laughs> Thought while General Franco was on his deathbed. The film melds the personal and the political in a portrait of the legacy of fascism and its effects on a middle class family. The title derives from the Spanish proverb Raise ravens and they'll peck out your eyes. Whoa. Uh... It's about it. Oh, it's like it's that little girl from uh Spirit of the Beehive. She's back in eight-year-old form, living in Madrid. Mourning the death of their mother, she conjure, conjures a ghost. Conjures a ghost. Um, an ethereal Geraldine Chaplin, seamlessly shifting between fantasy and reality. Old oh boy, magic the realism. Gerald Chaplin. Geraldine.
2: The Geraldine Chaplin.
1: No, the film subtly evokes both the complex feelings of childhood and the struggles of a nation emerging from the shadows.
2: That that's huge. Oh, man. Sounds great. That's huge.
1: Sounds great. Anyways,
3: well, that's cinema for you, folks.
2: Incredibly huge.
3: Good night.